Hello, everyone, and welcome to the very first edition of GMMVX in English. For almost a year now, I've been taking my community every Tuesday and Friday in the exciting world of Web3, NFT, and cryptocurrencies. Now it's time for the format to be available in English every Wednesday morning at 9 a.m. UTC. And I won't be alone for this, since uh, I'm lucky enough to be accompanied by Joachim, my friend and founder of Gopo Labs. Hi, Joachim, how are you? Good morning, Jerem and GM, everyone. Thrilled to be here for this very first edition. So, uh, you, you, you wrote me in private that you were not listening to me, but that, that's okay. It's fine. It works. Yeah, I can hear you now. So, well, okay. good. Good. Um, uh, we will also be joined in a few weeks by Arno, co-founder of Drifters and Hatem Ambassador. Uh, he cannot be there this morning and uh, um, the, 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 the few after once, but he will be there with us uh, to uh, uh, speak about all these topics. Every Wednesday morning, so we will be covering blockchain and multiverse news and welcoming the ecosystem's biggest builders. And today, we are lucky enough to welcome two very big builders. So, we will welcome Halil Ibrahim Khan, founder and CEO of Cyberpunk City. Hello, uh, Halil. I saw that you are already among the listeners. And we'll be receiving uh, also Robert Sasu, Multiversic's most famous core developer that will be joining in a few hours. This morning program is very busy get used to it okay so first of all we will uh, uh speak about the sec thing about uh, around uh bitcoin etfs um after that we'll be receiving uh halil for the interview about uh, his background uh his adventure on web3 cyberpunk city project and the next milestones and after that we'll uh, have a chat about uh, benny's countdown so maybe you have some hypothesis about this. Um, after we'll speak about uh, Davy EGLD's um, ex-launchpad agility proposal. It's going to be a, a very interesting uh, discussion around the, uh, this uh, uh, topic. And the last uh, uh, topic of the day will be around the neutrality of multiverse X production. Um, and we'll, for this, take a, a post of uh, Robert Sasu about this topic, and he will be there to defend this position. Uh, so multiverse, is Multiverse X uh, neutral? Uh, we'll have a, uh, a chat about this. So uh, if you guys agree, uh, we will start. But first of all, and uh, don't start me to tell you to do it. Uh, send strength to the uh, spaces. Uh, by commenting in the comment section, by liking and retweeting uh, the Twitter spaces to inform your community about this very new uh, uh, format. And it will be every Wednesday at 9 a.m. UTC. And I don't want to spoil, I don't want to FOMO you, but I can tell you that we are booked uh, until end of March in terms of guests. And I can tell you that we will be receiving the biggest builders ever on Multiverse 6, but not only. So, Joachim, are you ready to start? More than ready. Been waiting for this moment. 
Okay, me too. <laughs> so much. Uh, and I can see many people here I love. Uh, Larissa, my sister, Beerus, uh, Framit, Javier from uh, Jexchange, but also Arno cannot uh, uh, speak, but he's here to uh, uh, listen to us and give us some strength. So welcome, everybody. Uh, retweet, like, and post to be sure to bring more and more people with us. This uh, Twitter space is like every others uh, are open. So at any time, you can ask your questions on the comment section and we will take the time to read them. And uh, when it will be possible, you can raise your hand and take the mic to intervene and to say what you want to say about the topic that we will be discussing uh, all together. So you're not just here to listen, but also to participate in, in, in the topics. Okay, so now we will uh, start and I will um, start by the summary of uh, what happened yesterday with the SEC uh, uh, account and the approval of Bitcoin ETFs. And, and for this, uh, on the comment section, I will put you a tweet I made this morning, uh, the summary of the SEC gate, let's call it like this. Um, so uh, I'm sure most of you have already followed the story, but sometimes, you know, uh, it's possible people did not follow everything. So just to sum up uh, uh, everything very simple and Joachim, just let me know if I forgot about something. Um, first thing was about uh, a tweet uh, from the, the SSE, uh, SEC official account. Uh, announcing uh, that all the spot Bitcoin ETFs have been approved. At this moment, you uh, uh, were able to see every content creators, me, included me, uh, and uh, every media and every people on Twitter uh, uh, announcing this news. Uh, and it lasted for more than uh, uh, 15 minutes. It was huge. At this moment, uh, everybody was saying, okay, it's done. For a month that we're waiting for this, now it's done. A few minutes uh, later, like the meme, you know, a few minutes later, uh, the SEC chairman, Gary Gensler, uh, announces uh, uh, that the SEC's X account has been hacked. No spot ETFs approved. You can find the tweets uh, on the on, on my post I, I I put on the on the comment section. So at this moment, uh, the same medias, the same content creators, the same uh, KOL and, and and so on tweeted about that, and it was the beginning of the joke. Uh, speaking about joke, we can see that Elon Musk himself. Uh, made a joke I found very funny uh, re replying to CEO Dodge of the coin who was asking what was the SEC's password because the account was act and Elon Musk tweeted LFG Dodge to the moon so it was very funny um, after that the SEC launches internal investigation into what just happened um, and Bloomberg's uh, ETF experts indicate that these events will not change the approval of these ETFs uh, scheduled today. So normally, in the upcoming hours, uh, we will have the answer about the approval of the uh, Bitcoin ETFs. 
Uh, and uh, in the middle of the night, uh, the account, uh, the official account of uh, safety from X uh, confirms that the SEC account has indeed been compromised by an individual who gained access to the phone number associated to the SEC Gov account. And more important about this, uh, it revealed that the account of the SEC did not have a two-factor authentication enabled at the time the account was compromised. So the joke in a joke in a joke. So the organization that um, call us to be careful about our money is not even able to be careful about its X account. That's just amazing. And at the end of my tweet, you can find the chart of the Bitcoin uh, USD uh, price. And you can see how much the investors had priced the news and when they uh, um, well uh, thought that the, the, the Bitcoin ETF were approval, they dumped the, the Bitcoin uh, in, a, in, in a minute. And so the price dumped a lot. Um, yeah, so Joachim, maybe uh, you want to say something about did Were you uh, awakened at this moment and how did you feel this? And guys, uh, among the listeners, feel free to comment on the comment section and to tell us like how you lived this moment. And of course, you can raise your hand to take the mic and tell us uh, how you felt it. So Joachim and just after Rock from uh, Bugaz. Yeah, what's up, GRM? What's up? Uh, welcome, everybody here. Thanks for having me. And I said, bro, ah. I said Joachim first. Uh, sorry. Yeah, oh, sorry. I love you all the same. <laughs> GM Rock. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, I was awake and I, 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 I was keep seeing popping in every Discord and, every, and on Twitter blowing up with like all ETFs have been approved. I was like, this is a big step. Like, I've for us in the day-to-day -day life, I don't think that changes much. But for the vision, obviously, of Bitcoin uh, through the world as uh, a legal asset, it's very important. So I think it was quite uh, a big milestone. And then just seeing it taken back seconds later, <laughs> felt like we live in, a, yeah, I feel like we sometimes live in a, in a TV show, you know. Um, but yeah, isn't it crazy? I think Gary Gensler actually did a tweet a couple uh, a couple years ago saying about how important it is to secure all your accounts, um, especially when they're related to money. And they managed to have the SEC account, uh, not even have two-factor authentication is uh, quite a joke, to be honest. Yeah, de de definitely. Can't wait. Uh, the tutorial that uh, the SEC will publish about uh, how to set up a cold wallet uh, but without uh, <laughs> proper security. Um, yeah, Rock, I'm so happy to have you this morning. How are you, brother? Yo, booga booga, man. I'm super happy booga. for. <laughs> I'm super happy for having an English MVX morning. Uh, super, super stoked about this. Uh, thank you very much for making it happen, making it a reality. You know, I was already learning French. Uh, that would have probably taken me a good few years to do. So, yeah, thanks thanks for not putting me through that. Uh, with regards to the post, uh, I was one of those guys as well. You know, quickly made my post about the BTF, BTC ETF 
getting approved. Uh, all of my group chats were popping off. You know, everyone was like super stoked about it. And then next thing I know, I get a message saying, yeah, that was fake. <laughs> so that was unreal, uh, crazy that the SEC account got hacked. And, uh, you know, like with regards to the 2FA uh, login and all of that, I strongly advise everyone here as well uh, to do your 2FA on your X account. And do not use your email nor your phone. Use uh, an application like Google Authenticator. Uh, and then it's 100% uh, locked. Because if you use your phone, uh, there was a lot of cases actually how they managed to get onto accounts. They made a copy of the SIM card. They had the phone number. And then they managed to log in. So uh, yeah, 2FA, Google Authenticator. That's the very way to good, go. Uh, very good advice. Thank you uh, very much, brother. Um, stay with us and uh, um, feel free to uh, uh, raise your hand anytime uh, you want to uh, uh, speak about uh, uh, the current topic. Um, okay, so we also have Kasten. Hello, Kasten. Hello, welcome. Hello, Jir. Um, um, good morning from my time. Um, hello, everyone um, in the room. Um, and I'm so happy we're actually having the um, the MVX GM um, in English. I mean, it's actually something I've been wanting to um, happen. So, uh, what I actually have to say is, um, it's, <laughs> is that I was actually, do you know, I was actually in a trade because I actually don't really trade much on futures, but I was actually in a trade when this happened because, I mean, you know, most times um, what traders, like most, what most traders do is that you actually trade on both what um, the news is all about and what um, is actually going to trend in. So I actually entered a trade at the moment um, this um, ETF news got posted because I was thinking I was actually going to scoop in some profits. So um, it actually didn't even enter like three minutes. I think it was around two minutes before I actually got a liquidation message from Binance. And it was like, <laughs> and it was like, bruh, you've been liquidated. So I was like, you, you did not put a stop loss? I didn't, or, I, didn't, uh... I, didn't, I didn't put the stop loss. That was where I actually got, okay. I got drunk. So, <laughs> so I was feeling so down and I was like, bruh, you know what? Probably next time I won't actually trade on what the news is actually trying to like give us. Because, you know, how would like a government account get um, hacked? Because I was feeling like, how come a government account got hacked before um, we actually saw Elon explaining what happened and safety actually explaining? I mean, we actually all have to take precautions. Actually, have to take safety measures. But this, I mean, this got me on the hook. Well, I mean, we are hoping to <laughs> we are hoping to more more <laughs> options. <laughs> Thank you very much. I, I hope uh, you you have more liquidity to keep uh, to keep trading, uh, and it did not last all your 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 coins. But yeah, yeah. I, I let let us know in the comment section in the if uh, you tried to trade this news. Uh, and if you lost or if you uh, uh, won anything, because yeah, m m I'm not a trader. So no, I was not uh, uh, trading anything at this moment. Um, but I can understand that if a few people uh, could have been liquidated. So yeah, uh, be careful uh, with this news because the volatility of the market is so high at, the, at this moment. And it it's not over, I think. So there will be more manipulation uh, on the market in the upcoming hours and days. So just, guys, be careful and only trade uh, if you're uh, good at it. And even if uh, the, 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 the best traders ever, 
takes uh, take take risks. Uh, hello, uh, Halil. How are you? Hello, everyone. And uh, welcome. I'm, I'm pretty. I'm pretty good. Thank you. Uh, how are you guys? Uh, I, I, I'm I'm very good. Thank you very much. I'm very very happy to receive you uh, this morning. Uh, we can say that you are the godfather of GMMVX in English, Halil, because you're the first <laughs> guest uh, here and uh, it uh, means a lot for us because uh, you're not used to these Twitter spaces. Uh, we are used to Jack, uh, who is here with us uh, uh, also. But um, So uh, when I asked uh, Jack uh, if... Uh, uh, the, the founder of Cyberpunk City would accept to come as the first guest of GMMVX. Uh, he told me, yeah, of course I can come. And I said, no, Jack, I love you, Jack. I received you many times before. But no, I want the founder uh, because uh, it's not the same about the founding of the company, the vision. And uh, it was uh, in important to me to have you uh, so thank you for the for the trust and welcome. This is the first thing I wanted to tell you. And now maybe you have a, something to say about the the SEC thing. Uh, for the SEC things, uh, I can say that we were uh, my partner and I uh, were trading uh, early 2017. Uh, those times were more volatility it has more volatility. Uh, but uh, since 2022, we just stopped. Uh, daily trading because it takes uh, so much energy from you and mm -hmm. uh, it's it's really hard to keep uh, doing day trading beside of that investment uh, is way beneficiary method uh, to earn uh, money from this ecosystem uh, this is what we have decided so we stopped but last night yeah i saw and it was like amusing thing uh, <laughs> yeah the volatility went crazy we saw SEC approved uh, the Bitcoin ETF. Then after seconds, we saw uh, Jerry Gensler uh, tweeted about uh, the SEC account is hacked. Then some people told, uh, speculating, uh, Gary Gensler's account actually uh, hacked. Uh, yeah, it was amusing. Uh, and it was around 2 a.m. in the middle of the night for us. So I just uh, turned off my phone and just went to sleep. <laughs> uh, there, there is nothing uh, much to say at that point. Uh, yeah. Like the probability of uh, approval uh, Bitcoin ETF is uh, very high, uh, but still, you never know. Okay. Uh, thank you, uh, um, Halil. Um, before we start our interview, um, and if uh, nobody, else, nobody else here wants to uh, say a word about this uh, uh, topic uh, because I can't see more uh, comments about it and nobody rises uh, is uh, and uh, Joachim uh, we will uh, speak about what we planned to uh, that is to say the MVX tech recap um, so can you tell us in uh, the last uh, Lucian Minku's uh, post what uh, you uh, noticed important about uh, the serious upgrade, but not only. Of course. So as we know, the um, serious upgrade was, was voted um, by the community and all the uh, EGLD holders and stakers um, a few months back and got um, published and in, used by the validators on the third 
of January, but a few days ago, we already received the first patch um, to it. So the series uh, upgrade has quite a big impact for validators, which I won't go into depth um, today, but we can absolutely discuss it another time. But we're also seeing uh, exciting new features such as the uh, DNS v2 that is coming. So the DNS for the ones uh, who don't know are the hero tags. So from now on, uh, as soon as the, the smart contracts deployed to do that, we will be able to change, uh, get rid of or even uh, trade uh, our hero tags and make them uh, more similar to, let's say, the .eth uh, domain names that we're finding on Ethereum. So that is one of the um, biggest, uh, I think, most exciting news from this update. There's a lot of technical improvements on the um, that will facilitate the quicker block time that we're looking for and the finality, as was mentioned during the X days. And there was um, another line that I found quite interesting was they were talking about the wallet. So I suppose it's the web wallet. And they were saying that they're redoing uh, most of the of the website of it. So I think we can expect the web wallet to have a new um, vibe to it in the in the coming weeks. So those were kind of like the main small points um, I uh, I found from this update, and we can absolutely go deeper in them um, next time. Um, on certain aspects, like uh, what other series of grid there is, because there's the governance too. We're going to the V2 governance, which uh, means that soon the community will be able to um, do proposals to the network um, by um, putting in a, a collateral in a way of um, a thousand eagles. Okay, it was uh, it was quick actually. But it was it was perfect. Um, okay, uh, guys, uh, feel free uh, to ask your questions uh, in the comment section uh, to to Joachim if you want to know more about this update. And uh, of course, if you want to add anything about this, uh, raise your hand and uh, yeah, just uh, come tell us uh, what uh, was uh, important according to you. Um, I don't understand, Joachim, what it's you It's fine, it's fine. It's, good. <laughs> no, it's, not, it's not important. Anyway. Okay. Um, yeah, because you guys must know that uh, in private with Joachim, we have a chat so we can speak about these Twitter spaces just to be sure that everything's fine. Uh, but sometimes I don't get uh, <laughs> what Joachim said. So I say it publicly. <laughs> Okay, so uh, we, yeah, okay, we, <laughs> okay, guys, you know what? Uh, when, we, when, we, when, we, when we speak with Joachim, we have a rule. If the text is in bold, I can say it publicly, okay? If it's not in bold, it must uh, be private, okay? So if I say something, this is because Joachim allowed me to, to say it, okay? So, um, thank you very much, Joachim, for this uh, summary. And uh, we will have this point uh, every week because as far as I know, uh, there is a weekly recap uh, from the, the, the MVX uh, tech uh, team. So, yeah, it will be important for everyone to follow uh, all what happens in, in our ecosystem. Um, so, uh, Halil, it's your turn. 
<laughs> yeah, I can't wait. Yeah, same here. Um, okay, so guys, just for you to know uh, how it will happen today, but also the other Wednesdays. There will be an interview between Halil and me for 20 minutes, maybe 30 minutes, depending what, what, what we speak about. And after it will be an open mic discussion. So feel free to ask your questions on the comment section. Feel free to raise your hand to ask your questions directly to Alil. Uh, and uh, Alil, I think that you did not came with uh, empty hands uh, this morning. Yeah, because uh, you, uh, maybe I can let you tell it to the community. You have gift for for the for the listeners, correct? Yes, that's right. Uh, we allocated uh, one thousand cyber for speakers uh, for five uh, listeners who ask questions uh, to about Cyberpunk City. Oh, we changed these uh, conditions, actually, but maybe Jack did not tell you. Um, so uh, it will be for people that give strength to the to the Twitter spaces. So you don't necessarily have to uh, ask questions. And uh, you know why I changed my mind about this? Um, mm -hmm. Because sometimes I do such things, you know, uh, rewarding the best questions. Uh, but sometimes, uh, like... It, it forces people to ask like uh, questions just to ask questions so That's I prefer right. to keep it natural and so let's give strength to this very first edition of GMMVX in English and for this you just need to retweet the Twitter spaces and among the uh, retweets I will pick uh, five people and they will win uh, so 200 cyber tokens each correct? Yes Correct. That's correct. Perfect. Also, so you, and thank you very much for this, uh, uh, Halil. Uh, 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 it's uh, a very, very big gift, around the three GLD value. So thanks again for this. Um, and we will pick. I will draw uh, the winner at the end of the uh, of the interview. So you have time to to retweet. But the sooner the better. Okay, Halil. So let's start uh, uh, this 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 very first interview. Uh, so is, is it your first Twitter Spaces or no, maybe the second one you told me? Yeah, that's right. Uh, before starting, I would like to express sure. my gratitude, gratitude uh, to everyone. Like, uh, thanks to you. Uh, also, Jacquim, uh, I, I heard that Arno also will be part of this uh, Twitter Space, but uh, I didn't see him yet. So uh, also who are either here asking questions or listening in. Uh, I will also uh, tell you this uh, Twitter space, uh, thanks to uh, GRM for initiating this and inviting us for the first. Uh, bridging the gap between community and the projects is highly valuable, uh, especially uh, the, this kind of moments uh, when we have uh, producing so many stuff and creating some uh, utilities uh, for the ecosystem for we'll dive uh, our in. community yeah, yeah. and th thanks for the for these words and yeah for sure we will dive in and i can see that some of you already uh, started to ask questions in the comment section so that's the spirit guys <laughs> this uh, uh, uh this twitter spaces is yours uh it's made by the community and for the community so halin first of all before we even speak about cyberpunk city or or, or whatever uh, we want to get to know you halila uh, uh, um, a little so for this can you uh, talk 
to ask about yourself. Uh, for where you from? Uh, uh, how old are you? And uh, what was your uh, like background before uh, starting your Web three uh, journey? Yeah, uh, I'm 32 years old, and uh, I studied a computer education and information technologies in Turkey. Uh, we don't have computer science sections, so it's divided either uh, computer engineering and computer education and inter information technologies. So uh, I decided to study on comf uh, computer education. It's shortly CEIT. And uh, like it was uh, 10 years ago, I graduated. Uh, after then, uh, I deeply involved uh, with 3D modeling and 3D design. Uh, worked in diverse projects, including 3D asset creation and architectural design and its, its constru constructions as well in various countries uh, such as uh, United Arab Emirates, Qatar, Belgium, even Nigeria. And the last project I have made in Nigeria was uh, during the COVID pandemic. So it was a unique experience for me. Not a good one, uh, absolutely. And then uh, I didn't just do uh, 3D asset creation. Also, since I have background in uh, CEIT, uh, I was also interested in uh, programming. Uh, I was doing some programming and stuff. Uh, like uh, we created some uh, arbitrage plots uh, after we met with uh, blockchain technology. And it's uh, also a funny story. Uh, I heard about uh, cryptocurrencies uh, when a friend of mine told me that he is extracting uh, Ethereum from his computer. And at that point, I thought that uh, he was, uh, it was a real metal, you know, like a gold, because there are some people uh, extracting uh, gold from a processor CPUs uh, from their computer, like the old ones, and like three, four uh, CPUs bringing uh, one gram or two gram of gold. So, yeah, I thought that Ethereum was a metal at that time. It was. Uh, 2016 or at the end of 2016, then I started to make a research on uh, like cryptocurrencies and stuff. I learned about Bitcoin and I dive into invest and traded a lot of uh, cryptocurrencies. And then uh, we saw an opportunity. Uh, we saw that there is a arbitrage uh, opportunities between uh, centralized exchanges. So. Uh, me, my, uh, my friend, my partner, and also we have a friend, three of us, we created an arbitrage board between uh, Poloniex, Bitrex, KuCoin, Binance, and Hobie. Uh, we kept doing it uh, between 2018 to 2021, I guess. Uh, then we stopped uh, because uh, there was a lack of uh, volume and users due to uh, market, negative market conditions. So, yeah, that's what my background. Thank, thanks, thank you very much. And it's very uh, uh, interesting, and uh, it will be always the same because we are not receiving projects on GMMVX. We are receiving builders, and that's what we want to 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 know uh, how you uh, started mm -hmm. and why you started this uh, Web three journey. So, thank you for this information. And now, can you tell me about the founding of Cyberpunk City? Uh, what possessed you to embark on such huge project, making a GTA, GTA, uh, GTA like Web3? That, that, that's pretty uh, a huge 
Um, and did you start on Multiverse 6 or did you start on another blockchain and you decided to uh, uh, change for, for, for Multiverse 6? Can you tell us about the, the beginning of the, of the journey? Yeah, uh, first of all, uh, my partner and I uh, share a common dream to create a game that combines our love for gaming, uh, programming skills, and expertise in 3D design. Uh, first, we aimed to create a game inspired by Lord of the Rings. Uh, the Cyberpunk City was not the first idea. Uh, the first idea was Lord of the Rings uh, type of game. But then uh, we decided to change the idea because it could pose us copyright challenges, you know, like an utopian mm. society won't be happy for that. So we shifted our focus to create a blockchain powered metaverse with Cyberpunk theme. Then we acquired our current domain, cyberpunks.com. It wasn't free. We paid, for, we paid around uh, $3,000. It wasn't popular at that time. Uh, but now it, I think I'm sure that it's worth uh, more than uh, we paid. Yeah, definitely. Since the, yeah. the, 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 the game uh, was released on the main mm -hmm. uh, consoles. Yeah, exactly. Uh, then we emphasized uh, the important, importance of building a solid foundation uh, with a good tokenomics and sustainable revenue model. Uh, while we are creating this idea, we always uh, try to make a, the idea for the best and the worst case scenarios to make sure uh, our project success in dynamic landscape. Uh, so and what, uh, about, what, about the blockchain choice, mm -hmm, because yeah. uh, uh, it, it's very important when you start a project, uh, when you when 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 time comes to decide which blockchain you will uh, uh, you will be on. So did you choose uh, uh, Multiverse yes. 6 first or, or there was another choice before? It was Elrond uh, at that time and we chose it uh, because uh, Elrond blockchain was uh, one of the best blockchain out there uh, because uh, we had involved with many blockchains in the past, uh, both uh, like a Bitcoin type, like UTXO blockchains, then uh, proof of stake chains. Uh, we got involved a lot of them, but Multiverse X's ESDT uh, standard uh, took us in, into it, you know, because uh, on EVM chains, the token is not a an actual token. Uh, they are smart contracts, basically. So uh, on Multiverse X side, uh, one of the most important uh, feature uh, is the SDT. So you don't need to uh, create a smart contract for your token. Actually, it's a protocol uh, on the protocol standard token uh, on Multiverse X. So one of the biggest uh, thing that we like to uh, start our project on Multiverse X uh, was this. But also we heard uh, Elrond blockchain with Holorite. Before oh, that, okay. before, yeah, before that we didn't know. Uh, actually, we were following Holorite uh, before they announced uh, which blockchain we, uh, they will go. So Holorite was uh, the project uh, brought us here. Okay, and... Uh... Uh, two two questions. Did you regret from uh, choosing this uh, um, this blockchain um, because of lack of liquid liquidity? And second, did you uh, 
according to you, did you have uh, um, uh, enough support from the, the core team? Uh, why I'm asking this question? Um, because this is the main uh, uh, reproach that we have about uh, uh, Multiverse 6. So first of all, lack of liquidity. And second, some builders explained their fail or their uh, delay uh, by the lack of support from the Multiverse 6 team. So it's important and interesting to have your opinion about this as a, 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 a an OG builder on, on the, of the blockchain. Yeah, first of all, we are not regretful from anything. Uh, because uh, there is nothing to stop us uh, to find a solution to that. If uh, if they think uh, some builders, I know, I, I heard, I read some uh, tweets uh, and stuff, but uh, it's not the Multiverse X team to blame. Actually, it's us because uh, it won't change if they go another chain. Uh, it will be really hard to get uh, support like uh, support has uh, different meanings. If they are asking about the uh, money support, uh, fund support, it's really uh, pretty same uh, from the other blockchains as well. Uh, they don't want to give you grants or they give you like a, a milestone basis. Uh, we got some offers as well uh, from different blockchains. I don't uh, want to name them, but uh, it's not uh, to blame uh, to Multiverse X team because if, for example, they don't support you, you have to create your own way. For, let's say uh, you want a uh, multi-chain or bridge support, and if they don't uh, give you, you can create your own. Uh, it's open source, you can create yours. Uh, if you can take the responsibility to create a bridge or if you have a uh, power to create uh, by your okay. own. Um, so this is that, my that's, uh, point of view. Th thank you for, for this. And that's the spirit. And uh, that's what uh, Benjamin keeps saying and keep tweeting about this. Uh, and also Robert Sassus that will be with us uh, uh, soon. Uh, they, they keep uh, uh, tweeting that we build the tech, you build the project on it. Uh, so that that the, the spirit of the of the blockchain and you uh, completely understood this. Uh, okay, so let's dive in uh, Cyberpunk City uh, uh, a bit. And can you uh, uh, pitch the, the the universe because the storytelling is very important in in, in such project. Can you uh, in just in a minute tell us in which universe, in which world uh, Cyberpunk City occurs? Uh, actually, we don't have a storytelling in our project because mostly storytelling uh, comes with the project, mostly single player games. Uh, since we have uh, metaverse and uh, some game modes, uh, we don't have a storytelling yet. Uh, yeah, there will be a very short one, uh, but mainly the storytelling comes with a single player game. So in multiplayer games, you, you mostly focus on the uh, like we have the experience yeah experience and the game modes uh, we have in our metaverse like battle royale deathmatch and fire racing so we just focus on them players will create their own stories in the game uh okay you, you, yeah you go ahead you still, uh, sorry you still decided to um 
make a theme, right? Like as you like the cyberpunk futuristic theme. Could you tell us a bit like why you went that direction? Because it's still like I wouldn't say it limits, but it still puts a certain theme and um, I don't want to say forces, but creates uh, a certain limitation to what can be portrayed through that universe. Yeah, we decided uh, to create a metaverse and the game modes with cyberpunk theme. It's because uh, when we are uh, creating a futuristic uh, environment, uh, the best appealing one is a cyberpunk uh, atmosphere. And also it's uh, really appealing for uh, the gamers. Uh, you can uh, say that by uh, looking at cyberpunk 2077 and since they are only a single player game. So uh, we want to create an environment uh, with cyberpunk theme because uh, there is not much examples in the entire ecosystem, not just Web3, but also Web2. Uh, so we just want to take an advantage uh, of the part of this ecosystem. Okay, makes a lot of sense. Thanks for explaining. You're welcome. Um, okay, so th thank you for, for, for this about the storytelling. Now uh, let's dive in the experience because you told us it's the most important thing uh, in uh, such a project. Um, can you, uh, just for those who, doesn't, who don't know uh, the, the, the project and the different milestones that you achieved so far, can you tell us the different steps uh, you, uh, uh, you, 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 uh, how to say in, in English, the different steps that you did, uh, let's say like this, and uh, where are you now uh, about the experience? Is it possible to play? Which uh, digital assets is it possible to, to, to buy and to use maybe in, in the ecosystem? Uh, and... Uh, after, so don't speak about it uh, now, we'll speak about the different partnerships uh, that uh, you uh, made with other uh, projects. But so just explain the project from the beginning to now in terms of steps, uh, just to figure out where are, uh, where is Cyberpunk City now uh, on the roadmap. I, I hope it's clear. <laughs> yes, it's, it's, it's very clear. Uh, <laughs> Thank <to me>. you. <laughs> Uh, first of all, we started our project uh, early stages of uh, 2022. Uh, actually, it was a little like uh, at the end of 2021, but it was just a, a brainstorming and how can we create uh, one of the best metaverse, metaverse uh, in the world. So uh, we created idea and uh, we made some uh, pre-works uh, before even we announce anything. So first, we try to understand if uh, the core team uh, is capable to do that. So we made a lot of uh, discussions, uh, discussions in, internally, and then uh, we created some environments, uh, tried to uh, make a city, and then we removed and we started to do again. We were planning to uh, use Unity at that time, but then we decided to use Unreal Engine because it's a so open source uh, project. So uh, with Unity, you cannot uh, change any base code uh, of the game engine, but on Unreal Engine, you can do that. So we decided, okay, we are going to, uh, we are going with uh, Unreal Engine 
then we decided Unreal Engine 5. First, we uh, started with Unreal Engine 4. Then uh, Unreal Engine 5 has uh, really important features uh, in the aspect of game development, uh, such as using Nanites or uh, like World Builder and so on. So, uh, World Partition, sorry. Uh, and then we decided, okay, now we know that we can create an amazing uh, metaverse with uh, different game modes because we decided to create uh, a metaverse with the game modes is because when you create just a metaverse, uh, users uh, won't have uh, find it sufficient because, okay, they will jump into the world, they will uh, see around, and then it's done. Uh, there is not much things to do. But with, well, if you support it, uh, with different game modes, uh, they will go into the metaverse. Then they will decide, okay, let's play a battle royale game. Uh, well, there are two, two ways. J just sorry to interrupt, but there, mm -hmm. there are two ways to consider metaverse. We received on the French DM and VX a few weeks ago, Sébastien Borger from Sandbox, the mm -hmm. Sandbox. Yeah, uh, and uh, Jack was there, by the way, and yes. um, he um, spoke about his vision of the metaverse, which means he developed the metaverse, and the uh, developers, the builders, will build experiences on it to attract users. You, uh, and let me know if I'm wrong, you decide to create the experiences yourself to attract the users yourself. So you're more B2C oriented uh, while he decided to be more B2B oriented. Am I correct? Or maybe I'm, I'm, I'm not in, the, in, in terms of vision? Actually, uh, initially, yes. But then, uh, okay, let me say uh, our vision, what, we, uh, what vision we have. First, we have to, we believe that we have to create an environment that they can uh, create. We don't want to just give them an empty space to fill by their own because they don't know how to create a game assets or how to create a game. First, we will create and we will give them a, uh, a metaverse can people have experiences. Then in the future, after better release, uh, we will focus on that part. Uh, we will allow users to create their own uh, content, uh, like the games or uh, like the worlds. So this is what, we, uh, what vision we have. That's very clear. Thank you very much. Um, you can uh, continue about the steps and around the digital assets, but also about uh, the different uh, 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 possibilities now for the users to use them in the ecosystem and maybe some different experience that are already live or in beta test. I don't know. Let us know mm -hmm. what is possible to do with cyberplicity at the moment. For now, uh, most of you already know about our past. Uh, I, I just want to focus on uh, very important uh, steps. Uh, the first one is uh, the multi-chain. It's the blockchain part. The second one is uh, we are now uh, working on uh, increasing the capacity on both servers and client sites. Uh, the maximum players can uh, be in one single screen. So there are two battle bo bottlenecks here. 
First, uh, if you uh, increase the capacity of servers, you will still stack somewhere in the client side because we don't want to uh, make it cloud like improbable, improbable does. So uh, we are solving the problems uh, on client side with their own PCs. For now, uh, we even increase the number of uh, players in the same screen is around uh, a thousand. Actually, it's more, but uh, we don't. We want to create something uh, both efficient in uh, low-end graphics card, but also high-end graphic card, graphics card. Uh, so this is the most important part for us now. Improbable can gather uh, ten thousand players in a single metaverse, but uh, the cost of uh, this technology is. Uh, way too much like they have to if like it's a logarithmic graphics uh, if the numbers of players increases 5,000 to 10,000 it doesn't in, the cost doesn't increase uh, two times but maybe uh, 20 times so uh, it's, it's really uh, hard to uh, use this type of uh, technology maybe that's why x world I don't know anything about it uh, we have never discussed but uh, that's why xworld didn't work uh, on multiverse x so okay. so we, uh, that's why we are creating a good solution not just for uh, like uh, showing our metaverse for uh, only ten thousand uh, people but uh, we want to give them it can be two thousand three thousand in the same screen but in uh, in the world, it, it can be uh, like uh, there are methods like sharding and uh, zones uh, in the terms of uh, game development. So we can create it create it like that. So, but uh, our focus is to gather a thousand more than a thousand, like two thousand, three thousand in the same screen. Uh, then it will be enough uh, for the gaming uh, aspect. Okay. Uh, and um, for the multi-chain, uh, we yeah, are... That, that, okay, let's go for the multi-chain and after Joachim has a question. Oh, okay. Uh, for the uh, multi-chain, we are uh, planning to uh, bring it in this quarter or at least the second beginning of the second quarter. Uh, we already decided which chain is going to be. Uh, you, will see, uh, you will hear about uh, it very soon. Oh, that's okay. very exciting. Um, I actually was part of the um, the maze event you did for Christmas, which was a great event. I honestly had a lot of fun. I was uh, with uh, one other of the speakers, uh, Pepe, I mean, and we were trying to uh, solve your uh, your dangerous maze. Um, is there any, I would say, learnings or feedback you've taken into account from, let's say, future events that you will organize, just like those ones? Absolutely, uh, we had actually. Uh, there was a small issue that we didn't uh, expect. Uh, the game uh, was working on a server uh, with twenty-four threads, but only one thread uh, was running the uh, game. So that was the issue we didn't uh, unlock. But next time it will be better, and the next event probably will be both uh, Multiverse X and for the other chain. Like uh, you, for example, you are, uh, you are from Multiverse X ecosystem. Uh, you will see your hero tag uh, with Multiverse X branding with X uh, you had in the 
past event. In the future, uh, let's say uh, X chain, another, let's not say X, uh, let's say uh, B chain, uh, you will see with their logo, uh, but with their uh, uh, name, EVM name, let's say. So from what I understand, so, you're, pl you're planning to have, that also means that you will need to have smart contracts, etc., on all uh, different chains and that when the user logs in, depending on the method he's used to log in, he, um, your your platform would be aware to know with which smart contracts he will interact through his experience. 100%. And so you'll be able to trade cross, let's say, I'm, I'm just supposing, but like, let's say I have an item, I want to trade with someone from the B chain. Does that mean that that would be possible cross chain inside your, uh, your universe? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, because uh, we are, we are, and yeah, exactly. Uh, here is the thing: uh, we are not uh, just gonna leave Multiverse X uh, for the liquidity, but we want to create something, uh, as you said, groundbreaking. Uh, imagine that uh, you are in a world with your own chain, and uh, some other people from the other chain, maybe some other chains in the future. Uh, it's possible. Because uh, that's why we uh, created uh, Vault Connect feature in the first place. Because Vault Connect is chain agnostic. Then, for example, if we can create a bridge, actually there is a bridge, and if we use this, we can do anything. Uh, of course, there should be uh, in the future we can implement uh, some other solutions to uh, making those swaps. Uh, faster because in the current version is it's around 15 minutes I guess so uh, we can have a solution but it's possible uh, this is what we are focusing now okay thank you uh, Alil for this uh, you know in GMMVX we have a habit when a builder <laughs> comes here he cannot live without dropping some licks or i ever. already did oh <laughs> uh, okay uh just i'm sure you can give us something else and for this we have uh, uh, uh the legendary alarm the alpha time alarm so guys get used to it and maybe put the phone uh, uh far from your ear because it's uh, uh pretty uh, uh um, like strong strong uh so yeah can you Maybe tell us something that you never said before. Uh, it will be just for us, okay? It will not leave these uh, spaces. Uh, and tell us maybe something more precise about partnerships, about uh, the cross-chain things, maybe something specific, precise, that you never said before and, 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 and elsewhere. Can you do that? Uh, since we are a very transparent community and project, uh, actually, we don't have much. Uh, what I said is uh, actually were the things I have never talked before. So uh, it would be better if I knew these things uh, and I wouldn't spoil it. <laughs> thing or I already. But you can take it as a, uh, a leak. Okay, so I will like, I, I will launch the, the alarm and you will say it again, just to be sure that everybody... Uh, uh, listen to it and understood this, okay? Okay. Alpha time, Halil, tell us. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, in this quarter, 
or if it didn't, if it doesn't catch up, uh, at the beginning of the second quarter, we are gonna uh, release our bridge, and uh, we're gonna have a multi-chain uh, product in uh, the metaverse ecosystem. This is what I can say. Okay, that's so that's I, huge. I, I, act, I actually have a little question, and I'm just trying to get more information from you. You were talking earlier about the ESDT standard and how it allowed uh, a lot more things, and I, I guess with that you also meant security compared to other chains. So the big question uh, is, is it an EVM-based chain or not? Uh, actually, it's EVM. But uh, imagine you are uh, sailing in the big ocean and you are thirsty. Sometimes you got to uh, drink this water. Uh, that's why that's what we are doing to reach uh, liquidity and the users uh, from our chain. Uh, this is uh, something we had to do. Uh, but uh, the game, uh, the, the main purpose is bringing more people, more and more people to Multiverse X because uh, as we talked about uh, the meta, multi-chain metaverse earlier, uh, we said uh, you will see your uh, name tag different with your own blockchain, uh, your blockchain branding and the others will see uh, with their own. So they will, uh, it's actually also a, a a kind of marketing for Multiverse X blockchain as well. So uh, I believe that we believe that uh, as a team, uh, this is going to be uh, something big uh, for both for, for Cyberpunk City, but also Multiverse X uh, ecosystem. But yeah, it's it's basically an EVM chain. <laughs> that, Thank that, you. Uh... I, I, I wanted to hear no, because then the list of possible chains would have been so much Yeah, lower. yeah, but with EVM chain, <laughs> you cannot make it uh, shorter. No, no, it's quite long still. Yeah, 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 exactly. Thank you very much, uh, Halil, for this. Um, okay, so uh, congratulations. You finished uh, this uh, uh, very first interview. It wasn't too hard. You had hard. another question, if you if it's okay i can continue with that uh with the uh projects from the ecosystem like a uh, partner oh yeah stuff. go go we can uh, i think it's important like one sure. yes and we, we got uh, some questions from the other uh, projects as well so maybe if i talk here uh, i can uh, make myself heard better so first of all uh, we are focused to uh, deliver our beta version of our game in the uh, third quarter in this year so we are fully focused and we have a lot of tasks to do. Uh, we also have a new friend uh, in our team. He worked in a company who makes uh, antivirus softwares for CIA, FBI, and so on. So he is a very skilled, skilled guy. Uh, he, he is a cybersecurity uh, professional. So he is now uh, managing our team and even I don't have much power on the team because it's now his business uh, because he is the best guy he can do. Uh, so uh, what I'm trying to say is we cannot uh, change our schedule because like uh, from uh, three months uh, later in our roadmap is uh, full, like everyone has their own tasks, so we cannot change anything. Uh, and I want to come up with the another thing. Uh, we cannot uh make new partnerships before beta release uh, we can do that after 
a better release. Before that, it's not possible because uh, we don't want to spend much time. When a company or when a project comes to us, okay, hey guys, uh, we want to add our, let's say, characters or cars in your metaverse. It's not that easy uh, because 3D asset doesn't mean it's a game asset. Uh, for the characters, they have to make uh, their locomotion system. Uh, they mm -hmm. have to create their animations. Uh, there are some other things like uh, weight paints. Uh, weight paint is like basically when a character moves, uh, their clothes uh, should uh, move according uh, yeah, that, that, that's a work so. that you that that's a, a a work that you started with the uh, eapes. Uh, yes, I, I, that's right. I think. Yes. Yeah. Yes, that, um, that's right. And about this, can you tell us more, maybe about this? They uh, proposed something on the Prime channel, asking for the community uh, some budget to mm -hmm. develop the assets in 3D so they will be compatible with the Cyberpunk City metaverse. Um, so, yeah, uh, are you doing the job about uh, the 3Dification? I don't know if th this word exists, but still, I, th I hope you understand. Um, <laughs> yes. So are you doing this or uh, is it a, a 3D studio that will do it uh, working with you just to be sure that it works perfectly with the Cyberpunk City metaverse? We are doing it, uh, but as a separate workers, uh, not uh, with our own team, like uh, not Cyberpunk City team. Uh, yes, as a company, we are doing it. Uh, we are supervising it, uh, but acquiring uh, new people uh, for doing it. That, this is the deal. Okay, okay. And uh, so if the, propo the proposition is accepted, and I'm pretty sure it will be, uh, do you know uh, uh, what, what's the roadmap about this? Uh, how long do you think it will be necessary for eApes to have their assets, their 10,000 uh, 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 eApes NFTs, uh, uh, like in 3D so they, it can be playable in your metaverse? Do you know such a uh, uh, like time, uh, time, timeline? Yes, since uh, we are going to release our beta version of our game in uh, the third quarter, yes, eApes will be also uh, able to play uh, in our metaverse. Yeah, and they announced that uh, the apes will have the same uh, benefits as your uh, NFTs, correct? In the metaverse part, yeah. Like, uh, yeah, in the metaverse it's, part. It's, it's not uh, like, for example, we cannot make eApes uh, fight in the battle royale mode, right? <laughs> so, uh, mm, just for metaverse, course. yes, that's right. Okay, thanks a lot, uh, Halil, for this uh, information. So now we will uh, uh, go um, with the the open uh, discussion. And uh, so, guys, you have two ways to interact with uh, Halil. You can ask your questions in the comment section, and we will read this if you're shy or if your mic doesn't work or whatever. But you can also raise your hand and uh, you'll be able to ask uh, your questions directly to Halil. Uh, but maybe uh, before this, uh, Rock, maybe you have a, a word or a question for Halil? Uh, yeah, uh, thanks for having me again. Nice to meet you, Halil. Um, from, from my side, like I always like to know the why. Uh, I, would, I would greatly appreciate if you could maybe uh, say what is your motivation or why is it that you're actually building this? That would be that would be something awesome to hear uh, as to uh, your story. 
Yeah, uh, since uh, me and my partner, uh, Gencher, uh, we were both uh, playing games a lot. Like we were like semi-professional gamers. Uh, I can't say the pro, but uh, we were semi-professional. Uh, not only that, but also uh, like since uh, the early ages of uh, our childhood, we were uh, we were admired to create a game uh, with uh, the uh, up, um, current uh, version of uh, the game platforms uh, as they do. So it was always a a dream for us. It's a dream job. Uh, we are all we are always. Uh, trying to create a game that we would like to play not just creating just a game uh, but it should be uh, appealing for everyone if i don't like to play uh, why would anyone uh, would play it right so it's really important and this is uh, our vision uh, to create a game uh, this is uh, our power and also we feel uh, the uh, importance of what we are building here. Uh, we have uh, taken a lot of uh, responsibility uh, on our shoulders and we don't want to fail anyone. So uh, every day, every in, every in the morning, uh, when we are coming to the office, uh, we know that uh, there are many investors, not just uh, community members, they are actually investors. So uh, we are always taking care of uh, them and thank you, uh, we, Alil. Okay, it's important. Yeah, thank, thanks a lot, uh, Rock, for, for the question, Halil, for, for the answers. Uh, I uh, have four questions uh, on the on the comment section. I will read them. Um, first of all, uh, it's an ex low question. As we know, the staking rewards for cyberpunk provider change from three to two cyber per EGLD starting this year. May I know how long will this last? Uh, actually, we didn't drop it. Uh, okay, we dropped it, but uh, the reason behind of we are dropping it because actually in the beginning, uh, we told everyone that uh, we are going to be the one of the uh, most profitable uh, staking provider on Multiverse X. Uh, we are still do. Uh, it's an... Uh, uh, incentives uh, to everyone support uh, cyberpunk stake uh, we have seven modes uh, eligible and we will have uh, we have seven modes in, uh, in the queue uh, when they got into it uh, the APR of cyberpunk stake will increase um, we, there, there are two ways either we will put more nodes into the queue or uh, we will stop there and it will decrease uh, one more cyber but uh, as i said we are uh, trying to be one of the best uh, profitable one of the most profitable staking provider on multiverse x okay uh, thank you uh, uh, for 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 this uh, another question is uh, from kasten um, what interactive elements and features are incorporated into the metaverse of Cyberpunk City to foster okay. social engagement 
among its users? And that's a, a very good question about the growth of cyberpunkity. So how do you incentivize the users, the players, uh, and, and the community to interact in the, the socials to let people know about this game? Yeah, uh, here is the thing. Mostly uh, Web3 uh, games or Web3 metaverses, they are thinking uh, they have to focus on uh, Web3 ecosystem. But actually, this is wrong. Uh, you cannot make a metaverse or a game just for Web3 ecosystem. If you do, you will fail. Here is the why. Uh, what, like there, there are a huge difference between an investor and a gamer. Uh, like maybe more than 90% of Web3 ecosystem are not gamers. They are investors. They are they want to invest and earn money. But for the gamers, it's the opposite. They just want to buy and have fun. If you create a game uh, with uh, unique experiences, uh, uh, quality uh, with the today's standard, or sometimes even uh, future standard, so uh, they want uh, feel that this game is not uh, good for them. So they will, if they like, they can buy and they will just have fun. Uh, but investors, they just want to buy and make profit on that, right? We can use, of course, we are going to make a game, both for Web2 and Web3 gamers. Uh, then they will get used to uh, earn from the game like real gamers doesn't care uh, about uh, earning from the game like play to earn doesn't Im uh, important for them so uh, this is what we approach how can we increase yes increasing the uh, popularity uh, of our game and keeping uh, user retention uh, very high is possible with creating a game uh, with today's standards and we don't think that this is a web3 game Yes, it will be a Web3 game behind, but okay. it's going to be an actual game. Okay, okay. Um, thank you. Um, we have two more questions. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah, how many people are working uh, for uh, Cyberpunk City? Yeah, we are 15 now. Okay. And uh, last question, again, uh, from Kasten. Um, Cyberpunk City is a high-resolution game that we hope can come to mobile. Please, when do we expect this on our mobile? I'm saying this because I'm a big player of mobile games like Fortnite, CODM, and many more. Yeah, uh, for mobile, I can't say uh, anything. Uh, it doesn't uh, look possible in the near future, like maybe... Uh, one or two years, uh, maybe even more. Uh, if you take a look, PUBG, uh, mm -hmm. as you know, PUBG started game on desktop only. Then they created a mobile version with a very, very low uh, resolution. Uh, and for the metaverse part, uh, like metaverse should be connected, like it should be cro cross-platform. Uh, for example, uh, one guy uh, got into the metaverse with their desktop, and the another one uh, come into the metaverse with mobile phone, uh, it's uh, very unlikely possible. So okay, uh, maybe a game mode can be done, but uh, it's not our main focus for now. Uh, we have a schedule for desktop one. Then we can think about the uh, console 
but okay. a mobile mobile phone uh, playing uh, will come at the end. Thank you, uh, uh, Halid. We have a, a last question that just popped um, from Metis Hero. Does the team have enough budget to continue this year and next? I hope the answer is yes. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's, yes, 100%. Yes, we have enough budget. Okay, sounds good. Um, <clears throat> sorry. Uh, yeah, it's, it's fine. Oh, maybe you wanted to add anything? Uh, I think uh, it's fine. Uh, okay. For me, for now, uh, we wrapped a lot of topics here. Yeah, we tried. Uh, and uh, yeah, uh, thank you very much, Alil. Uh, oh, we have a last question. Uh, <laughs> okay, get used to it. When I say the Twitter spaces is almost, is almost uh, uh, finished, don't believe me. When I say it's the last question, don't believe me because I'm just doing things uh, um, with, with you guys. So uh, last question, uh, how can we contribute to Cyberpunk City? And that's a very interesting question from the Wolf of Bulgaria. Uh, it's, it's really uh, awesome. Uh, I encourage everyone to take a closer to have a look on our new roadmap. And also we have uh, an upcoming white paper and also we have one pager in uh, our website uh, you can understand how uh, the game mechanic mechanics uh, not just make game mechanics but uh, like the font uh, distribution uh, you can see uh, there are uh, very valuable information uh, uh, with our upcoming plans okay so yeah supporting cyber and you have a Discord, Telegram, maybe? Yeah, they, they can yeah. join uh, Discord, Telegram and follow our Twitter. And maybe they can uh, just uh, turn on uh, the notifications from our Twitter. Uh, so we are mostly sharing every important uh, information milestones uh, on Twitter. So just have a look and stay tuned. Hmm. Stay tuned. Okay. Yeah. Um, thank you uh, again, uh, Halil. I just uh, draw the winners uh, of the uh, 200 cyber tokens. Uh, so I will, guys, send you a message in DM. So don't uh, go to uh, open a ticket or don't go to DM me. Don't go to DM Jack or anyone. I will DM you. Uh, so don't waste your time. Uh, and so you will get your prize uh, 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 soon. Uh, Halil, thank you very much again for coming this morning. I hope you liked uh, uh, this moment with us. Uh, we liked it because uh, yeah, you were... Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, you liked it? Uh, okay. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for uh, inviting us here. And we can't wait to attend this uh, format again in the, in the future. Yeah, and uh, yeah, let's uh, maybe take another appointment in maybe six months or maybe uh, yeah. eight months together. <laughs> exactly. So you will always be welcome here. So you can uh, uh, tell us more about the uh, new milestones of Cyberpunk City. Best of luck, all the best for uh, Cyberpunk uh, uh, City uh, team and community. And uh, yeah, let's uh, meet uh, in real life uh, at uh, X Day 2024. Yeah, absolutely, 100%. Uh, thanks, everyone, uh, for listening to me. And thanks for the uh, GRM, uh, Joachim, and the people who ask questions. Uh, thank you, guys.
see you see you very soon bye halil thank you very bye, much bye. you can stay bye. with us of course huh? but uh yeah yeah we'll uh uh, go to uh, uh, the the the, the uh, next uh, chapter of this uh, GMMVX. Um, okay, um, guys, uh, we are uh, 73 uh, at the moment. I'm sure we can do more. Uh, and for this, it's just in your hands. So uh, repost the Twitter Spaces, like it, comment. Uh, send uh, the link uh, in your friend's DM and so on. Because uh, just before we go to the uh, next topic, just wanted to tell you why uh, uh, I launched GMMVX in French and now in English, just for a second. The, 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 the purpose of this is not just for Multiversix community. Maybe it will be weird to, to listen to this, but it's pretty true. I mean, if it's just to speak to the Multiverse 6 community, okay, it's fine. But the, 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 the goal of this is to be able to speak with other ecosystems, other blockchains community. And we, I think we managed to do it in, uh, in the French edition, uh, thanks to receiving builders from uh, different blockchains. I was speaking about uh, Sébastien Borget from The Sandbox, but we also received many other uh, builders from outside. And when a guest is coming, he brings with him his community, and this community will get to know Multiverse 6 content creators, builders, just simple community members, the most important thing, of course, uh, the core team, the vision, and so on. So, guys, even if you're not EGLD Maxi or whatever, what we want is to bring some awareness and to let people know that Multiverse 6 community is not uh, just a Maxi and, and, and stupid guys. We're open to critiques. Uh, to, uh, to, to chat about uh, different topics and we will speak uh, about it with Robert um, who is, in my opinion, a very good uh, thing for, for our ecosystem because he never, um, how do you say, uh, he, nev he never hesitates uh, to comment and tweet and give his opinion about different topics uh, on uh, um, other ecosystems uh, 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 X account. So, so that's the, the, the thing. So I count on you to uh, 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 post uh, about this Twitter space to bring uh, new, new people that maybe don't know Multiverse 6 um, already. Okay, uh, so we will uh, now speak about uh, Benjamin Minku's uh, countdown. Uh, and I will post on the comment section the tweet, uh, the first, because uh, uh, he uh, tweeted again the day after, and maybe he will tweet um, today and, and so on uh, until the, the, the countdown is over. Um, but first of all, we'd like to say hi to Robert and welcome. Hello, everyone. Nice to hearing from you again and nice to hear from you in English. I've joined a couple of times your spaces, but every time it was in French. So And uh, Twitter doesn't have live translation yet, so... I couldn't really stay because I don't understand. <laughs> sure. <laughs> it's the same for many uh, uh, here that uh, went to my DM or just wrote on the comment section saying, when English, I need to learn French uh, baguette. And 
So yeah, now it's possible uh, for you to understand and to speak uh, in, in English. Uh, so stay with us, Robert. Maybe you have uh, uh, some links for us about this countdown. Um, I will post the tweet on the comment section just the, just to give you some context. Um, so Benjamin, um, Multiverse 6's CEO, tweeted, uh, it was two days ago, I think. Yeah, it was on the 8th. So two days ago, he tweeted, 23 days. Okay. Uh, many... Uh, um, uh, have a hypothesis about this. Uh, we uh, spoke about it in French uh, yesterday, so I wanted to know you guys, uh, what do you think about uh, uh, this countdown? Um, what can it be? So first, uh, Joachim, uh, and after Rock, if you have uh, some uh, uh, ideas about this. And Robert, maybe you will... Uh, uh, <laughs> give us uh, the, the answer. <laughs> so, Joachim, what do you think about this countdown? Do you have yeah. any uh, ideas, hypothesis? So first of all, uh, really great to have you here, Robert. I see you went very silent as soon as uh, Jen started talking about the countdown. Um, so, as a few people have mentioned, there is the anniversary of the Maya wallet, which um, is very close to um, that dates to the end of the countdown. And if there's one one thing we know is supposed to arrive quite early this year is the subscription um, for the different card tiers um, on Exportal. So I wouldn't be surprised if it was related to that, that we can start uh, expecting higher ca uh, cashback and maybe also the integration of the UTK um, token and to get therefore the new perks that they've announced with those subscriptions. It would be a, a big step because as we know, um, the Binance card has been uh, stopped in uh, December and everyone loves a good deal and good cashback. So it could bring more awareness to the ecosystem um, because I mean, I've, I've been using the crypto.com card for, uh, for a few years now and uh, Every like once a week, someone asks me like, "Oh, what is this card?" And like, you start talking about it, and uh, it raises awareness in a very uh, easy way. Okay, um, thank you for this uh, uh, ideas. So, guys, uh, in the comment or just by raising your hand, come and tell us one uh, hypothesis. Okay, the, the, the one that you believe the most uh, uh, probable. Uh, Rock, what do you think about this countdown? Yeah, firstly, uh, I think Joachim uh, kind of is, is, is his version is very probable. Uh, so that was kind of what I was going for as well. Uh, what Which my one? because he spoke about uh, uh, different ideas. <laughs> Which one is the most probable according to you? <laughs> Uh, yeah, all of them. But <laughs> I guess I guess everything he said was on point and uh, just as probable. So I'm not gonna let's say repeat that. Uh, what I would love to see is some sort of information on the EU stablecoin. Uh, that would be something that would make massive waves. Uh, but I, I don't think that's coming just yet. I think that's too early. So most probably something to do with the with the cards maybe multi-chain uh, further, let's say, blockchains being integrated. That would be something, something cool. So uh, let's, let's wait and see. Maybe let's see what Robert has to say. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, yeah, and uh, j just for my part, uh, I think it can be related to sovereign charts. Um, but that's just uh, uh, an option. Uh, Robert, can you tell us something about this? Or uh, <laughs> is it a question you don't, uh, uh, you're not allowed to answer? <laughs> I will say that we are building and creating a lot of things. So one of those will be in those 22 days, I think, from now. And yeah, now it's 21 days. Yeah. Yes, we are building a, a big set of things. So one of those will, will pop up at that time. I, I knew uh, <laughs> you wouldn't be uh, <laughs> able to 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 say more, more but, but but that that's okay. It's it's the, it's part of the game. Um, okay, so um, write in the comment section what's uh, what what do you think about this? I can see um, Nunzor uh, writing uh, X Exchange V three. Yeah, this is something that were announced uh, at X Day 2023 about this new version uh, of X Exchange with a very new uh, UI, UX. Um, it can be also uh, the new version of the meta bonding, the uh, so-called uh, uh, Discover program. Uh, so yeah, we are waiting for so many things. Um, so yeah, uh, we'll see what it will be, and of course, we will speak uh, about it in the in the upcoming uh, GMMVX uh, with you guys. Um, Joachim, do you want to add anything, or it's okay? We can go with the next uh, topic. No, I think we can move on. The only thing I wanted to say was about the uh, X-Exchange V3. I think I saw a few comments um, from Lucas, who's head of the X-Exchange, saying that they didn't uh, have an exact deadline yet because they've been redoing a lot and been rethinking uh, how the X-Exchange works as a totality. So um, I feel like we might have to wait a little bit more for the X-Exchange V3, but I, I honestly can't wait to see it. I've, from what I've heard, it, it's going to be a thrilling uh, and uh, very positive uh, new version for the ecosystem. Okay, uh, so I planned to speak about uh, Robert's tweet about uh, neutrality of Multiverse 6 uh, blockchain at the end of this Twitter space, but actually, no, we will speak about it now because we we, we have Robert with us and I'm not sure how long he can stay. So. First of all, and before I will let uh, Robert explain us what he wanted, what he meant, and uh, maybe why, the, the why of this tweet, uh, I will just sum up the, 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 the tweet and put the link on the comment section so everybody can read it, and just to be sure what we are talking about. Uh, so, Robert post about multiverse X neutrality. So you can uh, 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 read it on the comment section. Oh, I will pin it on the, on the Twitter space. Uh, I haven't done it uh, since the beginning, but I will get to use, uh, get, get used, used to get to used to do it uh, because it's easier for you. Okay, so now you can see it on top of the Twitter spaces. Uh, so yeah, this tweet, what was it about? Uh, it was about the fact 
that builders don't need authorization to build on Multiverse 6. And about the fact that Multiverse 6 is a 100% neutral blockchain compared to others. So the tweet is, in my opinion, a little polemic. It's not just about Multiverse 6, but it's about the comparison between Multiverse 6 and other blockchains. And we can uh, maybe guess which blockchain uh, Robert was talking about. And of course, Robert will be able to answer about this. So. According to Robert, the chain is, uh, was open from the start. Uh, Landings and NFT marketplaces, a smart contract was open source from the start. It was uh, ready to be used. Um, the Multiverse 6 team write down all their ideas for builders to get their hands on. Uh, they support everyone, but when it comes to finance, uh, they are obviously very strict, uh, I'm meaning like project needs to be exceptional, uh, outstanding to get the financial support from the team. Uh, we will speak about the, the X launchpad, for example, but not only. And uh, Multiverse 6 uh, did not raise hundreds of millions of uh, dollars like uh, other blockchain, which would have been used to pay for marketing and product development teams. They don't, they never subsidize builders to build the apps. They do everything themselves or give ideas for, for, for others to do. And nothing is falsified on the, on the, on the blockchain. Uh, everything is, is real. Tests, users, uh, usage, uh, transactions, and so on. And so the, uh, uh, maybe the final um, point of this is the foundation builds the core products the tech and just helps others to build the rest that's what i understood about your uh, poster robert and before we ask uh, uh, joachim's uh, uh, opinion about this but also the uh, the listeners feel free to tell us what you think about these assertions this fact that Robert uh, tries to uh, uh, convince. Uh, Robert, uh, did I understand well your tweet? And maybe can you tell us more about the context of this tweet? Why did you write it? And what was the idea behind it? So the story be behind writing it is was um, Foodress uh, created uh, a great Medium post and asked for feedback on one of the DeFi ambassadors channel, if I if I remember correctly, on Telegram. And then I I think that the the post is really great, but I think that uh, some of the community members are understanding pretty differently neutrality, and um, they especially when the price goes down. Uh, everybody thinks that uh, Multiverse 6 sh should do other things than it is doing because other chains price doesn't go down and other chains hype is bigger. So, and as we had a conversation on the DeFi channel, there was pretty a good conversation about these kinds of ne neutrality and what we do. And uh, if the ambassadors... Um, have let's say a little bit 
limited information about this or about what the foundation is sometimes doing or it's not so clear, then most probably the community knows even, let's say, a little bit less. So I thought that, okay, it's it's a good thing to write it out. And uh, it's a good thing to write or speak about what's in our mind when we try and when we create products and how do we approach building on our chain. So those were a few examples I've put with landing and NFT marketplace. And we could say the same with the liquid staking as well and a lot of other contracts. So we we first, you know, started, Mainnet started in 2021. And then we created, for example, the first DEP you could think about that it's created is the delegation, legacy delegation contract. And the legacy delegation was open sourced. And we thought that, okay, staking providers will create their own legacy delegations. They launch it and they will, then we will have more staking providers. It did not really happen. Why? You can have number of reasons why. Then after we launched the, let's say the VM and we launched our first smart contract, I think the first smart contracts came with the, with Myr. Yeah, it came, they came with Myr and it was with the hero tags and it was with the, the authentication of your, uh, of your, uh, of your telephone number on chain and those kinds of things there. Uh, there was no necessary, there were no contracts yet on our chain. And then as the team was growing, we started to build several products what others on other chain exist. And one of the first examples one is the NFT marketplace. And we did not launch it. We, let's say, marketized it that everybody could get it and start building it. And not just get it and build the front end for it. It took some time until uh, Soxno did it. At that time, I think it was Trust Market, uh, the first NFT marketplace. Then we did similar things with landing and we did a similar thing with uh, liquid staking and a lot of other contracts. Uh, one thing about, for example, even for X exchange, we would be happy for an independent team to launch it. But uh, as there were two given factors, which are, let's say, a little bit uh, known outside um, from internal dealings or internal things, how things are moving forward, is that you sometimes try to speak to a builder's community or to another company to build on top of your chain, but they, especially if they are from US, they ask for a heck of heck a lot of money to build something and maybe what they build is it's not up to the quality. So in order to kickstart the to kickstart the DeFi movement, 
we need it. We need it on AMM, the first DEX. And uh, okay, Robert, if you if you don't mind, we will uh, uh, get the word out and we'll uh, let people maybe interact, so you will be able to 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 answer yeah, 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 to, yeah, yeah, yeah. to to this. But thank you for this overview of the beginning. But let's dive in. Uh, uh, maybe the the topic and about the neutrality of multiverse six. Um, maybe Joachim, uh, you uh, what what did you think about this post? Uh, you 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 know that we spoke about it in French yesterday for 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 our English uh, uh, um, speaking community. Uh, we will have again this uh, this discussion because it's absolutely exciting. Go ahead, uh, Joachim. Yeah. So. Um... As you probably know, uh, most of you know, I've been on uh, Multiverse X and uh, Alrun for quite a while as a builder, but also as a user slash investor. And uh, it's as I think I'll I'll and join uh, Robert on the aspect that the AMM, so my exchange, which now is X Exchange, was um, a setting stone to get things started on. Um, the blockchain, because obviously, if there was no easy way to um, trade tokens, it does hinder a lot of innovation. And um, the and the, I guess the problem with it is that AMM is quite a big uh, undertaking, uh, which we're seeing now has been changed with quite a lot of exchanges popping up. Um, so, as you said, Robert, I think that was a necessary. Uh, I won't say evil, but like it was necessary for the adoption of the blockchain. And as you've said, you've been doing a terrific job on creating smart contracts that have been used by others. Um, but we, I also find the idea of 100% neutrality to um, be slightly hindered by the gatekeeping to keep your user safe, obviously, that has um, been taking place on Multiverse X. And I know that has been a purpose to differentiate um, yourself. And I'm taking the, um, um, the how do you say, the testimony of several users um, when it comes to the listing of tokens, for example, as, and I think you mentioned it yourself, on X-Exchange, it took quite a long time before um, projects could list in a permissionless way. Thankfully, we had other um, um, we had other well other books or exchanges like um, Jackchange that allowed that and allowed us to trade nearly any token. But would you say if you could go back in time, Robert? Would you say you would have changed that and made it permissionless uh, earlier? Uh, yes, definitely. That was one of our let's say mistakes from at that time of my art. Actually, we have been speaking about this in the last few days internally that we made a bad assumption about how let's say bad tokens would affect the economics or yeah the economics of max or the economics of egld and then we actually made a bad assumption about how uh, let's say a bad token with high inflation would create a selling pressure of EGLD because you cannot create a selling pressure of EGLD if you don't put enough liquidity of EGLD for you to create a selling pressure in EGLD. So we made a bad assumption. And uh, let's say from that, that kind of thing, we were more, 
kind of protective for our users. Uh, it's it's some kind, I would say it's some kind of little bit mentality of Eastern Europe, I would say. <laughs> it's, a, it's a differentiator between how, for example, we think about some of the things or the community thinks about some of the things and the US, for example, thinks. Because in US, everybody apes in, in, in a lot of projects without thinking. But uh, in Europe, in general, people are thinking a lot and a lot and a lot without before taking decisions. And um, as our community or our the users on the Multiverse Exchange were uh, less knowledgeable about, let's say, crypto scams, we were afraid that people will lose a lot of money. And um, like they will not understand slippage and all kinds of things. So this was a combination of things, why we did those decisions. But looking back, we could have done it in another way. But if you wanted to launch some kinds of tokens or stuff, you could always discuss with the team. Yeah, if you tag or DM Benny directly, he most probably can't respond because he has so many things or so many DMs. But if you have tagged or uh, asked for one of the developers, then you might have got, you, you will get a call pretty fast in order for your tokens to be listed. So, these are like two two things which especially we could communicate it better and we could have made for example the jungle or those kinds of things a little bit even more free than it was at that time and uh, we will we will definitely okay, make we will try, uh, exchange more free we will try to make uh, please uh, shorter answers so we can ask more all right, questions all right. so <laughs> let's uh, try to be uh, more uh, uh, precise so Joachim, go go ahead i know you have uh, other questions yeah no so uh, as you say i also think that you kind of got the but like as you're saying, like you, the users on M on MVX might not have been as used to a slippage, etc. And we kind of had that experience during the Holoride listing, which made you change uh, the price discovery strategy and uh, even uh, reimbursing certain certain uh, losses for users. So, but I I would go as far as say it might be. Um, not overkill, but in a way, you, we already have the ESDT standard that protects the user a lot more than other um, ecosystems. Um, so pr by the fact that he can't be drained by more than what he accepts during uh, a transaction already limits the potential losses. So as you say, even if we're not, and I include myself in it, the biggest fan of meme tokens and, um, and those kind of, um, well, DeFi, it still, as you say, it brings a lot of visibility. Um, there is also another example that um, we, I would like to take because it, it is a bit close to, to heart, is uh, the multisig. You did a great um, multisig smart contract um, that we've actually used um, with Gapa Labs um, a while back. And we were developing a front end for users to be able to 
uh, create and manage um, a multisig because we understood quite quickly that we kept saying to other projects, you should use multisigs or even individuals um, to show more transparency towards your community. And with what just happened with uh, AXC, I think uh, um, it's more actual now than ever. Um, and we actually gave up the development of that because we stumbled across on the DevNet. You, the core team, had created um, a front end that, as, a, as we were in development, was looking better than ours. Um, and so we, get, we gave up. We even made a tweet about why we, we didn't keep going on it because we thought your solution um, was better. And it came to our surprise during the X days, not this edition, but last edition, when XSafe was announced by a third party. And we were just like, had we known that you weren't going to launch that um, multisig, we would have done it. And the whole ecosystem would have had the multisig uh, interface uh, much earlier. So um, I guess my question is to you is like, how can uh, builders know that they won't get um, competed with with you? And I think part of that is also through, and you've done that recently by separating the different entities, as you were saying, X Launchpad announced the partnership with um, X Exchange to show that. Okay, Joaquin, please. To different when I entities. say short answers, I always sorry, say sorry. short questions too, please. <laughs> but I think Robert got your point. What, what do you have to answer to to this, Robert? That uh, more more kinds of uh, front ends for the multi six would have would help. We don't need only one. And uh, actually, if we look back. It would have been better for you to launch your multisig because it would help uh, a lot of projects to manage their smart contracts better. Even now, you could launch it because you know we are the XSafe was not. Uh, <clears throat> it's not necessarily easy to use on contracts. So and whatever you in general, whatever you are trying to build. You can always get in touch with our business development guys or community guys or the core team members and ask, okay, I'm building this. What do you think? Or sever with their, uh, with his uh, hours, with his free, free uh, business hours. And then we are not only going to say that, wow, that's great we will always say that, okay, this is how we can help. This is how, what we could do. Even for example, for XSafe, I would have preferred to give you the code with what we built and then you manage it. Or you take it to the next level, you take it actually into, actually into to production and you will actually preach about it to all the other to all the builders to put their contracts on a multisig. Okay, yeah, and I, I I have to agree on that. There's been a clear evolution in the last few months on um, the communication front. And as you said, we've several three hours. We actually, uh, as Gapa Labs, had uh, a meeting, and we also um, have calls from time to time. So there is definitely been, I would say, an improvement. I, I think you'll agree on that, um, Robert. On the communication between uh, builders and the core team, and how we can work better together. 
I think another interesting um, topic of, um, as you say, neutrality is the X launchpad. How would you describe how you manage to stay as neutral as possible while still launching um, projects through the X launchpad? The X launchpad, every project can apply. And uh, the X launchpad evaluates those kinds of projects. And um, some of the projects which do not get into X Launchpad are actually referred to to the other launchpads on the ecosystem, like Behat Launchpad, or there are several more as well. And um, X Launchpad can be thought about like an accelerator. And in any accelerator, a startup accelerator, a lot of projects will try to pitch their ideas, their projects, and there, there is a team who evaluates that, okay, we want to go with this project or with that project. And applications are always open, and we always look at, into those things, and then we try to, by our best ability, to choose projects to get into the launchpad those projects which we think that they will serve a great purpose and they will create uh, create great usage and if let's say the we say that okay this project is good but let's say it's not fit necessarily for the launchpad because it wants to raise a little less money or stuff like that then uh, we actually um pitch that project to the, the other launchpads in the ecosystem. Okay, and you wouldn't say that it is a threat to that neutrality that the decision of who is going to be the next launchpad is taken internally and not, I don't know, by a vote by, let's say, EGLD holders. Actually, for any launchpad to enter, or for you to enter the launchpad, you have to convince a few private investors and those private investors have to uh, choose you that, okay, I will put my money into you in order to have the private and the public sales. That's how it happened till now. So you as the project will have to go and to pitch to a few VCs and got and gather gather at least the same amount of or even more amount of uh, investment from by private investors that you want to try to get from public ones so that's why it's not like necessarily an open choice from a dao but it's more it's more in a traditional way of uh, startup financing Okay, yeah, that makes sense. I I would still say, I would still say that like as you say like you um I think it's food who coined this term yesterday with the difference between uh, neutrality and public neutrality. The fact that um you might be neutral uh internally and do everything to remain it um what is perceived externally might differ to the fact that as you say by the end of the day you are the one uh deciding who gets to launch even 
uh, even though if the users has uh, VCs behind them, the project, I mean, has VCs behind them or not. Um, but moving on, I think it would be interesting also to discuss uh, a little bit of exportal, if you don't mind, with the, um, as we've had the discussion, uh, I see we have a jelly from Jack Change, and I'm fully aware they didn't uh, apply and we, we don't need to take uh, that example. But the fact that um, I would say Exportal is one of the only wallets where you can own tokens, tokens inside that wallet and you can't see or use them directly from the app. You will need to use, for example, the web wallet connect with Exportal uh, or use another DAP to then send the transaction for, to sign on Exportal. When we go back to the start of a conversation, when you were talking about um, the permissionless of Exchange, could we imagine a future where uh, Exportal has all the tokens we own at least, or that we could just like we could Canon MetaMask or Phantom, etc., cetera, uh, import custom tickers? Uh, first, I would take this in another way. If you want to get listed in any in any other wallet on the crypto space, you will have to pay a lot of money. You will actually have to implement the whatever they need uh, for their API calls, uh, like price and everything. You have to implement that. Then you have to pay for an audit. You have to pay for a test. And you will have to pay for the for for the for the actual listing. Now on Exportal, as you as you have seen with all the applications and everything, it's quite different. The exporter is actually supporting everyone who is everyone who is let's say part of the ecosystem or or who is building um, and whether. Uh, what like the decision whether we will launch all the tokens from your wallet to be directly sent out or not uh, I I do not know yet when that that will happen but uh, in terms of neo neutrality it's actually I, I would say that exporter it's a it's the best place for developers to build their apps because they have or directly 1.5 million users access to it or over 1.5 million for sure and as you're saying like not only uh, to build them but with the integration of the hub uh, projects get showcased to those users uh, in a very easy and it's way just one so line of code I, for you to <laughs> to be in the hub yeah no and I, and I won't. I won't disagree with it. I, I'm a big uh, promoter of uh, Exportal being a great wallet. I just, as you say, I, I'm not saying like if you take the example of Trust Wallet. I'm not saying that the the tokens should be um, accessible by default. That like you get the list of all the tokens, but to have either the the software finding uh, your balance, which I mean the web wallet does, right? Um, or you being able to import a custom ticker, which is uh, possible on any wallet without the project having to pay a fee, uh, I think is something that should be possible on MVX too. All right, we will take this into the consideration in how we build 
I, I do see that right now there are, you could, you know, as you go into the other depths, you can actually access the web wallet through your X portal. And this, I, I know it's not easy, um, but there are like business things about uh, to be taken into consideration when building a, a wallet. And this was one of the things it was chosen about um, the ESDT tokens. And I, in fact, know for sure that in order for you to get listed in some of the mobile wallets of the other ecosystems, you pay a lot of money actually and it's not about only getting uh, let's say okay a custom ticker <clears throat> thank you uh, robert and joachim for this uh, discussion very interesting um i would like now to speak about the funds the hundreds of millions of dollars you did not rise um compared maybe to other blockchains um you said in your in your in your tweet that it explained uh, why uh, you did not finance uh, teams of developers to develop the project, uh, saying they are developing, but actually you were uh, financing them the way other ecosystems does do. Um, my question is about this point, so you can uh, uh, explain more, and uh, also about the uh, utility uh, of uh, grants for builders. I mean, I've been talking with uh, hundreds of builders for two years now, and they need support in terms of uh, tech, advice, uh, and, and network, and so on, but some of them... Uh, uh, or um, would would love to have some grant, some you know uh, maybe ten thousand dollar, twenty thousand dollar. It's not a lot uh, compared to millions that they can got get from other ecosystem, other foundations. But sometimes it can be useful for a team to feel supported or to pay some extra costs. So my question is about uh, the role of the foundation in the upcoming weeks and months. Do you plan uh, to allocate such grants for builders to attract them and to help them and maybe to uh, retain them uh, on the ecosystem because some of them maybe uh, are eager to move uh, to other ecosystems? Um, yes, for sure. So a little bit of story here. We were thinking about grants a lot of times, like how Ethereum had the Gitcoin grants. And it was not only foundation who was founding projects, but all kinds of people in an open manner. And we first wanted to try to make the validators to create a Gitcoin grant-like system. It not, did not happen. But uh, actually, in, in 2024, we want to create these kinds of grants in an open way in order for people to be able to access it. But uh, even right now, uh, any builder who is actually building things can come and ask for grants. Uh, in a let's say personal matter or a direct matter 
Uh, one of the things we don't do, for example, versus other projects is that you come with a PowerPoint of two page of uh, three slides or a one pager and ask for $100,000, it will certainly not happen. You will have to present at least a proof of concept near it, which creating the proof of concept for a good developer is like two, three weeks of work. So you have to put a little bit more effort into it before getting the actual grant. And um, this comes from Rome a lot of things. And I know that in US in special, and I explained in some of the Telegram uh, chat I had with the other, with the <coughs> DeFi ambassadors, <coughs> ambassadors. <coughs> sorry for this. <coughs> no worry, bro. Have a have a drink and uh, come back later. No, no, it's okay. It's okay. Um, okay. And um, I know that in US, somebody who who leaves the Ivy uh, an Ivy League school and has a one pager that he will make a startup of AI. He will get millions of dollars of funding from VCs. Uh, this kind of ecosystem, it's it's not here yet on let's say Multiverse Six for you to to be able to create um, from one page from a one pager to get this this kind of money. I I would always try to explain for the builders they have that they have to create the first make the first step and that that first step it might mean a few days of work to show out what they really have and then they will get the grant and this is how i imagine that the an open grant system will work as well and we are open to create actually a grant system um, in the upcoming months an open grant system uh, grant system which like okay uh, th that's uh, very very interesting i don't know if you talked about this before and somewhere else but i uh, never heard about this that precisely so thank you very much for this uh two two more questions about this you say that the upcoming month about the the the, the d app but about the the, the grants uh, uh, themselves. So, when do you think it will be live? Uh, this year, this semester? C can you maybe give us some timeline? And second, uh, what will be the average amount of grant uh, that you thought about uh, with the with 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 the team? Uh, what we discussed with the team, it should have been it should be done in the Q one to uh, to have it live in Q one, and, uh, and okay. the grants will. The last discussions were to be up to $25,000. Up to $25,000. Okay, okay, okay. Thank, thank, thank you very much for this But, uh, but you know, um, the community can take... We have the Agora, we have a lot of things. And if we... Let's look at... One thing is the multiverse, uh, the foundation, and the, the other one is, for example, the X exchange, where in the economics, there is a good amount of X max to be uh, given out for grants for, for builders or for things. So the community can actually come, okay, I write a super agora post that I want to build this. 
let's have a vote that I would need this kind of amount of of grant for this and because X exchange it's literally a DAO for this and then the vote is done and the grant is granted <laughs> so okay the initiative can come from anyone out there and i encourage everybody to to create these kinds of initiatives thanks a lot thanks thanks a lot really uh, robert for this uh, um information um uh, rock joachim or anyone uh in the audience feel free to ask uh, your questions uh, to Robert. You can write them on the comment section and I will read them for you. Or you can uh, raise your hand like uh, Rock did um, and come to ask it directly to, to Robert. Uh, and just before I give you uh, the mic, Rock, just guys, be aware that next week, Robert will be our guest. Okay, so today... He was just there to speak about the neutrality of multiversix, like a, a precise topic. But next week, same hour, same place, he will be the main guest. And so with Robert, we'll be able to speak about his background, his role on multiversix team, and about everything you want. Uh, so no worry if uh, you have a question and answered uh, at the moment uh, we'll have uh, plenty of time with him uh, next to the ne ne next week yeah so rock go ahead yeah uh, robert uh, nice to have you here um thanks for thanks for rocking up here and uh and and, and speaking to us all about all of the plans sir appreciate that um from from my point of view one thing that i've noticed like in in different blockchains let's say there's different people, a different culture, different approach to things. Like one thing that I would definitely try to go about is creating our own culture, right? Like harnessing what we are the best in Multiverse X and actually owning that. Like not chasing the next hype narrative and not that kind of stuff. I think, I think that would go a long way. Like if we had a marketing campaign you know, to in all of the spaces and outside of the multiverse X uh, echo chamber, uh, just harnessing on, you know, like, aren't you tired of all of these uh, bullshit, uh, you know, uh, tech issues out there, etc. Just kind of, you know, just harnessing what we're actually the best at and just looking from that perspective. Do you think that's something that you guys will be looking at doing at some point uh, with with actually trying to reach out? Because like, I'm on a lot of spaces outside and, you know, nobody kind of knows we exist. Nobody, you know, the, the minute I mention Multiverse X and all of the all of the amazing tech we have and all of the products we have, you know, they're simply just not interested. They're, they're looking for that emotional connection, you know, something that will make them feel say, yeah, that, that's me. I, I want to be involved in that because that's something that, you know, I, I care about, you know, there's a lot of people that actually are sick and tired of, you know, having like few wallets, not being able to click any links and all of that stuff. And nobody actually knows about us. Like, just, just wondering what your take is on that. Um, yeah, actually, we wanted to make crypto easy for everybody. And that's why we have the exporter. Now about the marketing, I'm not a marketing expert of how to reach out so many people. 
what I see is that it's quite hard to compete with uh, with the budget of the US based blockchains. And as most of the crypto is run, let's say from US, it's it's quite an interesting thing uh, where you enter and what you do. And also like, uh, would you put a lot of money on uh, in US for all kinds of things? Then you have uh, Gary Gensler running the SEC and for the next day you can he can say that you are a security. It's like uh, hard, hard things to to decide. So that's why our let's say first right now the first focus is on uh, in Europe as the regulations are more clear and that uh, more people can. Uh, more non-crypto people can simply enter and enjoy what crypto has, like what Multiverse X has, and they will not necessarily learn about Ethereum or Bitcoin after that because it's it's safe here. Uh, and but yes, we should uh, definitely make make a, make the name more no, more known out there. If you have suggestions for it and how to happen. Uh, there can be a, a complete effort of multiple people from multiple influencers to do these kinds of things. Uh, what I see is that, for example, big influencers from the US space, they are just, they have those excels. I don't, do not know how many of you guys seen those excels of how much uh, shilling costs. For all, for some of those influencers, so you might several, several uh, dozens or hundreds of, uh, of of thousands of dollars. So yeah, it's uh, pretty expensive, but uh, it's actually not. Uh, I think the uh, the most uh, relevant topic to speak with Robert. But uh, we will receive uh, in the upcoming weeks uh, the head of marketing of uh, multiverse x um i don't know who is this guy so far so robert please uh uh, <laughs> uh tell me who is in charge of marketing uh for multiverse x because we will have a lot of questions for him and especially about uh why people say that multiverse x is just a marketing blockchain it's a very, very insistent reproach and critique, uh, critique about this blockchain. So it would be interesting to have his uh, opinion. And the point uh, that Rock just raised about uh, the awareness around the new name. Uh, so I, I'm, um, I'm, I'm sure the whole community is asking uh, about, about this. But I think Robert is not the, the best person to answer this. Uh, but, but thank you, Rock, for, for the question. We have uh, Larissa. How are you? Happy Hi. New Year and Happy welcome. Year. <laughs> Thank you. I've been listening all morning to you. It was actually something really cool to do uh, while working. It was, it was like you were my personal podcast. But, <laughs> it's but a pleasure to have you here uh, with, with us. It's a pleasure to listen to you, especially when I speak in French. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, for the first time you understand what I say. Oh, um, yes. And you can participate. So go ahead if you have a um, question for Robert. Yeah, I wasn't going to to ask for the mic this session as I am at work. But when I heard Robert talking about, you know, communities and growing the awareness about multiverse sex, I had to step in, obviously. <laughs> 
So uh, on that note, I am super optimistic about the whole ambassador program. I know that Multiverse X are currently running a lot of awareness campaigns throughout Romania for now, and they will expand to France, the UK, other countries. And so far I've participated in two of those conferences and they were just amazing. They are, recruit they are actively recruiting ambassadors. So I actually have really high hopes regarding that program. So a part of the adoption issue could be, could be resolved through that because a lot of people will get involved uh, into this campaign with their, each with their skills and they will all raise the awareness on this uh, uh, from this okay. point of view. Th thank you very much, Larissa, for, for the question. And of course, I will let Robert answer if he wants to. But like the topic is about the neutrality of multiversics. And that's why uh, Robert is here. So please, guys, uh, let's uh, keep in the topic. F uh, as I said just before, Robert will be there next week. So you will be able to ask questions about anything. But like Robert here is just here today to speak about the neutrality, the choices uh, 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 from the foundation and the, the, the centralization or the decentralization of the decisions from the team toward the, the builders. Uh, but yeah, Robert, maybe you can uh, give an answer to Larissa, but very quickly, uh, I don't want to spread the topic to, to, to something that is not planned. All right. I, I would say that we first of all are builders in the foundation. And then uh, like 90x percent of the, the people in the company are developers. So actually the marketing or stuff like team, it, it's, it's super small. So we build more than we market out. And uh, it would be nice you, uh... for ambassadors and everybody out there to to take up let's say a part of these kinds of things okay thank you uh robert and thanks you larissa for for for, for dropping it was a pleasure to listen to your voice uh, women voices are so rare you see uh, here uh so it's uh, always a, a pleasure um we have a uh, materia prima and after adam hello everyone can you hear me yeah, yeah, yeah. Hello, uh, welcome. Perfectly. Hello. Ha happy to be here on the first uh, English uh, um, space uh, for, for the Multiverse X. Yeah. Thank you, GRM, for hosting it. Um, about my question, um, it comes when it comes to what, what you decide, Robert, uh, about new features and new functionalities. I mean, um, there's, I guess, always the balance between what the community wants and demands from you and what you are big picture or your big plan for the whole ecosystem is and i'm really interested uh, how do you balance that and what drives you most in your decisions uh me personally no i mean you personally but also the whole team i mean that's from from my perspective a big question of neutrality um when when you you have all these kind of influences stakeholders and then uh, you you have to make the best out of it what we always try to do is first what we build is open source, uh, not the front end because you know front end it's some of the things we don't want others necessarily to copy. So if there is a scammer, at least do the 
do the hard work of make a front end, not just copy paste it. Um, but uh, whatever we build, it's open source. Whatever we try to we build, we try to document it to our best knowledge, and uh, we insist in general in creating things which enhance everybody from the community. And then when we we see projects who are building some things which we like, we tend to go towards them and suggest how they can be better and better, what they could implement, what we have seen, what we have researched, what could they do. Uh, this is, I think, what we as the foundation can do best. But in terms, we need to create apps as well, as the applications are the ones who are actually acquiring users and not the tech. So. The tech will acquire developers, and the applications are the ones who are who are acquiring, let's say, users. So that's why we created the exporter. That's why we made this kind of big decisions about uh, creating bridges through the real world with X money, with Utrust, uh, with the debit card, and everything in order to to actually make. Crypto easy for everybody, and after that, they crypto is easy for everybody. They can start uh, enjoying all the applications the community is building, and then each of the community or each of the builders can make a lot of marketing or a lot of awareness about about Multiverse Six as. I think sometimes the application itself speaks better towards the users than the actual chain. So it's another thing for you to go out and say, I can easily play games on Xportal inside my app directly without approval or increase allowance links, without all those kinds of things, just simply play and enjoy my life. It's another thing for you to go with, to, with this and market this to the users than me as a foundational developer saying out that increase and approve all is wrong and it's a bug and maybe is a bug when 99% out of the people don't know what approve means, not, don't know what MEV means and they don't necessarily care. They just want an application to use. So... <laughs> Thank you. Uh... Thank you. And ju just as a quick comment, um, I think you're doing a wonderful job making crypto really easy for everybody. Coming from a different ecosystem, having switched to Multiverse X this year, I can really prove that point. Thank you for doing that. Thank you, uh, Materia Prima, for, for, for coming. Um, we have Adam. Hello, Adam. I'm happy to have you uh, uh, this morning. How are you, brother? Thank you, brother. Finally, GM, GM. We got the GM in English. Congrats for that. Uh, Thank you for the support. For support. Yeah, uh, we, so have we have an echo, Adam, please. Adam, uh, I don't know why, uh, but there is an echo. So, so please fix this, this before, before you speak. Uh, let me plug in my headphones and I'll, I'll oh, get back. Okay. I can okay. go to another person. Okay, okay. in the okay. meantime, we have uh, Richard. Hello, Richard. Welcome. Hello. Thank you very much. Hi, guys. Uh, Hello. Yeah. Hi. Uh, thank you, Jerem, and thank you, uh, Robert, uh, for coming today and, and answering all this question. Actually, 
Um, my question is also regarding neutrality, but actually it's a bit of the reverse. And I agree to what Matteo said that recently, and at least the last year, we bring a lot of, the foundation bring a lot of material to any developer that would like to learn uh, or develop on multiversics. But if we take the reverse, <clears throat> there is how we can attract the talented people, the experienced guys, and how, in terms of neutrality, we can give them an audience or a, de a, a, a decision or something, not necessarily money, but something that we can say, okay, you can come and you can take some time, you can in, uh, do contracts that other developers will follow, right? So that's what happened at the beginning of Ethereum. So what's your view of, about that? How we can attract these guys? <clears throat> I... What what I see is that guys are hardly moving out from solidity once they are there. I don't understand necessarily as a technical guy why. I was always trying to search for better and better foundations. Uh, right now, how you can attract with, with those, let's say those guys, if you want to say that it's with a lot of money but I am speaking about maybe millions and I don't necessarily think that's a good option because you can actually teach a good junior guy some of the skills and they will be able to produce better code or better stuff in a short amount of time for a lot less amount of money so one of our let's say strategies is this kind of small hackathons builder houses communities around the world like we had in korea like we had a few in romania and then we are going out uh, to other countries as well and then when you have a lot of different communities which start to build on, on on chain, you will have a lot of applications and you don't necessarily have to, let's say, hire uh, those guys who made already millions on Ethereum. I don't necessarily see that that as a as the way forward. If we look out, we look out Hatom, I'm just saying one of the examples. Hatom has more uh, has developed more in terms of his applica their application than Aave because they have the lending and borrowing but they have the liquid staking as well and they will have the stable coins as well so it's like almost like three applications inside one thing and they are going to build more than more but they are not necessary and none of this was created by let's say super high profile solidity developers they were all new guys into the blockchain world and developing the same can be so uh, talked about cyberpunk the same can be taught about a lot of other projects out here so i would i think it's much better to grow these kinds of communities and grow these kinds of developers than giving out millions just for the names. 
Interesting. Um, thank you, uh, Robert, for this, and thank you, Richard, for the question. Uh, Adam. Adam, your, your mic is muted. Yeah, can you hear me now? It's better? Yeah, no echo. How are you? Okay, perfect. Good. Uh, same as Larissa, listening to you uh, at my morning coffee and now lunch as well. Uh, but um, yeah, I do have uh, two questions actually for, for Robert. Uh, one would be regarding uh, X-Portal. Uh, I know you're not the, the guy to ask, but you're part of the team. Uh, so uh, I'll just ask you, is it possible in the future for people to just whitelist uh, themselves a certain token in a way that they don't have to wait for the team to add them in X-Portal? We saw a lot of, uh, of tokens that are not there. And maybe me as a user, I want to interact with a certain token from a project that is not whitelisted uh, and just to manually add it. That would be the first question. Uh, I, I can add into the list of the tasks <laughs> and then uh, internally we'll see who will get it, who will make it done. Okay, perfect. And the second one would be regarding uh, token branding on Multiverse X. Um, do you guys think that um, in the future, uh, maybe the branding will fall under uh, less um, conditions to get branded in a way or another? Because there are some points there like get uh, at least uh, 1,000 holders, okay? We all know that you can get those 1,000 holders with X bulk, uh, you just send uh, transactions, you get 1,000 holders instantly. The Twitter can be booted as well. So uh, regarding that, is it gonna stay the same uh, or be harder to get branded or the opposite, uh, just get the brand uh, for the logo easier? Uh, actually, yes. Uh, we want to re-evaluate what this kind of branding means and how should be tackled. I don't have a definitive answer yet on this, but uh, we saw it that uh, we could do it otherwise. But um, you see, there will be always a fight between a few scammers and the normal people. And here I pretty much liked how fast some of you guys like Foodress or Pepiamin were reacting when some shady guy launched a new uh, meme coin. So uh, this is one of the things you want to fight with these kinds of branding. And uh, to, to somehow make the, make those tokens to follow some kind of rules to not be necessarily too easy. You can reply, Adam. Yeah. Okay. I was I was very polite. So, um, yeah, we had regarding that side. We had a, a recent uh, scenario, and why was it? I was asking you about uh, the branding side because the most recent uh, uh, 
Ragpool or Scam, it was with uh, the Padawan token, a baby Padawan appeared, and they just took a baby, put it over the Padawan logo, so it was a very, very shady stuff from the beginning, but somehow they managed to get, uh, get the branding in a way or another. On the other side, you have the other projects who are legit, uh but they are unable to they are unable to, to get the branding so please Adam, there is noise yeah. and it's not pleasant so there's noise behind you can you just uh yeah it was my this? it was it was my cat uh uh scratching the door okay we love animals <laughs> here but yeah just finish your question because it's not pleasant thanks a lot yeah, no, that that was that was the question. So uh, it's a it's a fine lining between uh, having the branding more permissionless for legit projects, but in the same time, uh, scammy projects receiving the the branding uh, more easily by getting those 1000 holders with x bulk and spamming wallets with tokens uh that people don't want to to receive and uh stuff like that so yeah my question is around this branding token in the future and how the multiverse x sees it from a decentralized okay. point of view i i do see that uh, it needs to be yeah. retaught because of these kinds of things we don't have a definitive answers how to do it yet but if anybody can has a better solution please write it on agora and then we can discuss and if anybody has a problem with his uh, own token to be listed because of branding and because he doesn't want to use xcloud bulk or stuff like that then there is always the way of discussions Thank you, uh, Robert, and thank you, uh, Adam. Uh, go ahead, uh, Joachim. Yeah, I just wanted to um, react to what uh, I was saying. It is obviously extremely unfortunate that we have, um, well, some now shitcoins uh, that rug, etc. Um, and I think, uh, may, maybe I'm wrong here, but that the fact that there is that branding and not that you can just let's say an automated github or even let's say an on-chain um way of getting your token branded gives indirectly confidence in the token which they sh it shouldn't obviously but by the fact that there is a process done which as you said is just a matter of transactions and holders and yes as we've seen in the past it can be um even lower than the threshold of a thousand on each um isn't it wouldn't it be better in a way that it the branding happens automatically and therefore is open to all and then have a community feature on let's say the explorer when we can mark a token as a scam or other for example there's a really great project called nft social club that um users can partake in giving their opinion on projects and they can flag it as a scam they can flag it as a as a rug or or, or as a successful project obviously too uh, and this community feature makes it that you could see straight away from the explorer and then possibly directly into x portal um that the token you just received by xbox or that you are about to buy is actually flagged by quite a few people as a scam 
Mm, that that might be a good idea. Here you, we have to see how to make it, let's say, decentralized, but uh, still to not be flagged by bots. So I would still see bad people trying to flag good tokens with a bot with 1000 flags or one 10,000 flags, which would be pretty easy. We might or it might be possible to link this to staking, let's say, why not? And those people who have stake can vote, then it's harder for a bot to do some some crazy things like this. Um, it, it would be... And you slash them. Maybe. <laughs> maybe, maybe. But uh, it might be a good direction. So please feel free, happy. I would be more than happy to read this, for example, on Agora, start a discussion on that, and after that, start implementing. Thank you, uh, Robert. Um, about this topic, we have a suggestion from uh, Richard. And after we'll go to the next chapter, um, and it will be interesting to have your opinion about this, uh, Robert. Uh, just a, a just the the comment uh, from uh, Richard. Can we imagine AI uh, that investigate the blockchain and proactively target as a scam uh, it uh, fraudulent activities are uh, if fraudulent activities are detected? Maybe yes. If there is enough training data, the AI can do it, but there will should be always at this moment a person who whether sure. who oversees that kind of thing or a community. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Okay. Uh Robert, I don't know if you have uh, still uh, a little of time for us, but I would like uh, to profit that you're here to speak about Davy EGLD proposal about uh, X lunch by eligibility. So I will put uh, the the tweet of the on the comment. I will put the two tweets. The first one that was, in my opinion, a little too uh, not not nuanced uh, enough, and to, uh, in my opinion, too focused on a uh, uh, SEGLD liquid staking uh, uh, EGLD. Uh, and the the second tweet, the last uh, uh, tweet, which is very 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 much uh, better. Uh, interesting and uh, rising uh, a lot of uh, problems. And so the, the 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 question in this is: Should we more um, reward the historical uh, participants uh, of the network, uh, or should we reward more uh, the uh, users that are the most active on the network? And the proposal of Davy. At first, was to reserve the eligibility of the X Launchpad to people that liquid stake their EGLD through the different protocol that proposed it, mostly Atom, uh, of course. Uh, and Davy EGLD is an Atom uh, ambassador, so that was, in my opinion, the, the 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 problem. But we discussed about this, and so now we decided to move on and to speak about the more about the substance than about the, the form. And uh, with this question, uh, we had a big discussion yesterday in French and Davy came. Uh, we had a very small part in English for him. 
And I know that you decided to answer him and you had a very interesting discussion in the replies. So I would like to, to know what's uh, your position about this, uh, Robert, about the uh, current uh, conditions of eligibility of the, of the, of the X launchpad and uh, about maybe uh, how we could take into consideration the on-chain activity uh, of the users, maybe to get uh, more uh, tickets, uh, more allocation. Um, so I will put the tweet uh, in the comment section. And in the meantime, Robert, you have the mic. Tell us what you think about uh, the first proposal and the different uh, 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 discussion uh, you, you had uh, just after. So I would not go into only allowing liquid staking tokens for the launchpad because you have 130,000 people who are staking or even in legacy delegation who were within the community from the start. Some of those might have hundreds of NFTs and they are here for the fun of it, for the NFTs part and all kinds of things. And uh, some of them are builders and they don't have so many, let's say, activities on transactions, but they are actually builders. Uh, but I would say that it's not a bad thing, for example, on from the X launchpad to have all the options, how you can participate in the X launchpad. So with the ease of one or two clicks to buy or yeah, let's say buy all from every kind of liquid stake tokens or for you to buy EGLD. I'm speaking about new users buy EGLD and uh, stake it or liquid stake it. So I would, I would definitely, I would definitely see that happening. Um, and as far as like user activity, the thing is that through a new launchpad, you not on, you don't necessarily you you want to reward old users, but you want to attract new ones as well. So if we put too high pressure for for people to to have all kinds of user activities, then um, I would say it's not a big deal, uh, not a good deal. But uh, if there is, let's say, if you do these kinds of actions, then you can get uh, two more tickets or three more tickets or five more tickets or things like this. If all this combination, it's not too complicated for the users, then it can be a beneficial thing. But there, you always have to, let's say, you have always have to think about how does it affect new and old users as well? Because in any launchpad, you want new users as well. And especially when you think about launchpads through a public sale, because on the private sale, those who buy through a private sale, they will keep your tokens in 99% of the cases. But through the public, public uh, sale, you want the first hardcore, your first hardcore users, let's say, those community members who will speak about your tokens, those community members who will be happy because they learned 
about uh, and they won the lottery and that's what you are searching for so i would definitely try to go into somehow this kind of directions um, and uh, i don't necessarily see a concrete proposal for it yet but uh, it might be changed i hope this answers my question uh, your questions yeah yeah, yeah, it's a, it's it's a very interesting and nuancing. Um, so go ahead, uh, Joachim. I know you have a, a pretty precise um, opinion about this topic. Well, I wouldn't say precise opinion, but um, it it is something I've been thinking about a while because, as I said, I've been around um, for a while. So I had EGLD staked um, when the Max airdrop happened. Obviously, so I received uh, Max and. Those makes obviously didn't cost me uh, a single penny. While after the launch of um, the Maya Exchange, etc., there was quite a lot of new users that bought Max and that hold Max. And we already saw this transformation on the meta bonding, where the meta bonding uh, went from being both Max and EGLD staked to being only Max. And while even if, as we said earlier, there's a separation now between the entities, I I would say X Launchpad is the only launchpad I'm aware of that uses the native token of the ecosystem as um, a proof of participation and eligibility. Uh, I, we, I know that now, obviously, we also get the max, which I think is a great step. But EGLD is rewarding enough and is a scarce asset as it is limited to a maximum of 31 million. So why in the first place have gone for um, EGLD as a marker and not MEX or even, I'm saying every project needs this token, but um, a different strategy where you have more control and maybe attract more users um, by having its own or the MEX token? Uh, I don't think that it's good to launch another token in order for the launchpad. I don't necessarily see this as a good. Uh, one of the best example of like Launchpad was uh, Binance and we were launched through Binance. And even through Binance, you had to hold slash stake BNB and then buy with BNB those lottery tickets or get or enter into the public sale. So by doing this, you actually want people to, new people to enter the ecosystem and to see that, okay, if I enter this ecosystem, then I have a few percentage uh, of uh, passive income and then I might have access to win a lottery ticket. Then I might start to use all kinds of applications there are in exporter. It's the easiest way to 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 download the the exporter and buy EGLD. That's the easiest. That's the that's an easy way to do uh, the, for a user. So you don't want to make the user for the user to be super complicated. That's why Binance choose the same that you have to hold only BNB. Because that was pretty easy to buy, and it was among the first ones. Uh, 
Uh, I don't have any more, let's say, clearer answer on this. I still see that uh, no new token ne is needed for the X Launchpad. For the XMAX holders, the Launchpad is a benefit for holding your XMAX. And uh, for the stakers, for the EGLD stakers, let's say it's a gift. That, uh, that, yeah. that is what we understood uh, um, so far. But this uh, proposal uh, maybe made people maybe change a little their uh, paradigm about this. Um, the purpose of this discussion is to know uh, uh, how to attract more uh, visibility of the ecosystem. And Davy uh, thinks that uh, the metrics uh, like TVL and so on, are very important. And to make them grow, you need to um, make the liquidity available through uh, liquid staking. And that's uh, the why of the, of the proposal. Um, do you guys agree with this, Robert or Joachim? Liquidity is good and liquidity is needed, but... Um... I would say that at this point, it would be more important to bring stable liquidities, stables into the ecosystem. And, and here I would say um, should be a lot of business development work uh, from those who, from and business and marketing and uh, awareness uh, in just, uh, about Hatom or AshSwap or JewelSwap, where those kinds of uh, stable coins can be used pretty easily for passive income, or even later the auto scale uh, applications where they want to create a savings accounts. And if I forgot about anybody else, sorry for that. But um, I think at this moment, we would need more kinds of stables because we see that when the market moves, all the stables which are available in the lending market are taken up. So this means that um, there would be more, uh, there would be even more volumes and borrowings and lending happening if there is more stables in the market. Very, uh, very interesting uh, point of view about uh, the role of, uh, of the stable coins on it. Um, okay, um, we don't have uh, comments about uh, this. Uh, maybe uh, Joachim, uh, you want to say a last word about this? Yeah, I, I answered David on his first tweet. That was a quite um, controversial one. Um, Saying like, a bit like what Robert said, like liquid, I agree that metrics are important, but as Robert said at the very start, um, when we were talking about uh, not faking, is that even with genuine things, I don't think doing small changes like that would make such a massive impact on those metrics. And I think it's also important not to overly focus on those metrics and rather focus on the user experience. I'm going to give uh, an example in in still in Web3, but kind of a different industry. A lot of people are 
think about daily active users on web free games and then you realize when you start digging that like 95 percent of them are just like bot farms uh, that are trying to extract value from a game and then it's like is that is that metric actually interesting if like it doesn't even represent the reality so i've I'm a believer that we should rather reward and find new ways to incentivize new users to come rather than just focus on being the biggest in something because a regular user, which is the, the, the people we want, obviously we also want investors, VCs, etc. but regular users don't care as much about the TVL and especially Web2 users coming into the space. They want a great experience and useful use cases rather than knowing that the the lending platform they're using uh, is the biggest in the space. And again, I, I still think that liquid staking is a great solution and I'm to be transparent, I'm using it too. But for the security of the chain and decentralization, as long as Hatom uh, Atom still has a form of centralization by its smart contract redistributing it, right? I think we should still support and showcase, um, well, standalone stakers that obviously are not liquid, but uh, are very necessary to the ecosystem, especially smaller ones. I totally agree with like these kinds of no faking it because it shouldn't necessarily happen. And we see that in a lot of chains, there are a lot of faked activities. One of the prime examples was Luna, uh, which actually faked uh, over 99% and faked usage and everything around it. And then if we look around, we see, we saw the same things with uh, all the other prominent L1s with transactions or TPS or whatever they had there and there are a lot of things go out and uh, uh, become true but like like jo uh, Joachim said there was like nobody was interested in these kinds of things uh, so I, I would better focus on building real things and then the users will come Okay, um, thank you very much, uh, uh, Joachim, for this last uh, input and uh, Robert for, for the answer. Um, guys, I think uh, we're done for this uh, very few, very, very first uh, edition of GMMVX in English. We uh, lasted for three years, uh, three years, three hours, sorry. Uh, <laughs> three years is not for now, uh, but yeah, get used to it. Uh, my Twitter spaces, we know uh, when they start, we never know when they end. But today I decided to do a three hours maximum and we did it. And uh, thanks uh, a lot, uh, Robert, for coming for this uh, uh, first uh, edition. And then next week, you will be uh, the guest. Uh, so we will uh, dive in your life, your role, your work and your vision. Uh, I'm sure it will be uh, uh, fascinating. Thanks a lot uh, for for coming. Maybe you want to say uh, goodbye to the to the community. Thank you, everyone, for being here, and let's continue building. 
Perfect. Sounds very good. Thank you uh, uh, to all the listeners for uh, being here. Uh, you can now book uh, uh, every uh, Wednesday in the morning. And uh, thank you, uh, Joachim. Thank you. It's been a great space. And thank you again, Robert, for coming. And uh, well, also for um, uh, Cyberpunk City. Uh, it's been a blast. And uh, I can't wait for next edition. Same here. Um, last uh, but not least, uh, some uh, of uh, the community members could not make it uh, this morning, uh, could not be uh, there live with us. So when I will end this Twitter space, please, guys, uh, make a repost, a like, a comment, uh, just uh, to allow people to discover uh, this Twitter space and to be able to listen uh, the, the, the replay that will be av available on X. But not only, because uh, I will put this uh, Twitter spaces on all the podcast platform. So Spotify, uh, Amazon Music, uh, Google and uh, Apple Podcasts and so on. So if you guys prefer to listen to your uh, podcast uh, on this platform, it would be possible uh, by, uh, by tomorrow, I think, because I will not be able to do it before. Um, thanks again. Thanks a lot. See you next Wednesday. Uh, enjoy your day. And uh, Happy New Year to everyone, because we can still say it uh, all uh, January long. Goodbye, and thanks a lot. And so on. So if you guys prefer to listen to your uh, podcast uh, on this platform, it would be possible uh, by, uh, by tomorrow, I think, because I will not be able to do it before. Um, thanks again. Thanks a lot. See you next Wednesday. Uh, enjoy your day. And uh, Happy New Year to everyone, because we can still say it uh, all uh, January long. Goodbye. And thanks a lot.